It's the pizza, hang on, it's the Rebel Taxi Pizza Party Podcast. Who are you people? Nolan. And Stev. There he is, and who's this other person we have today? A special surprise hits me, Nero's Q, otherwise known as the Edgelord, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, he's here. Be nice. Uh, He's cool. Okay, Nero's, you want to explain what you did? publicly well i simply just um simply stated how yes how you have gotten some things incorrect about this new powerpuff girls show Mm -hmm. um some people did not like that a lot of people did most people skipped to the end to see you know what would happen if i would cut your head off (laughs) is that Uh, is that in the analytics the analytics (laughs) yeah if you you can can actually check which uh part uh, people skip forward to the most often in youtube analytics i kind of want to see now if that makes sense but uh so anyway like what happened was is i made a couple of rants about the new powerpuff girls reboot and nero's made like a two response videos stating why i was wrong and then at the very end of the video he animated my character well me pan pizza getting my head chopped off by his Reaper OC, um, Nero, that's him. It's not his OC, it's him. It's it's me right now. I'll link both of them in the description. It was absolutely cathartic. Finally, my boss gets what he deserves. Yeah. Oh, at the very end, um, he has a a sins counter. Uh, Explain the sins counter. Um, Well, that was more inspired by gaming sins than uh, cinema sins. The idea was just all the stuff you got wrong, I just count that up, and stuff that was especially wrong, you get like two more points for that, and I just count that up at the end. The thing was, I never really liked the idea of the counter counting it up in the video, that was kind of boring to me, but I guess I'm in a minority on that because a lot of people wanted that counter, and after it's all counted, uh, the level of your sentence is determined 13 means death and fortunately you just can't hold off of getting 13 or more sins can you like you you, i guess 666 would have been too much then you realize i have to go into the video to look at each point so getting like over 600 i'm gonna spend like freaking hours on that yeah or you could pull a george lucas and be like hmm i guess 66 sounds evil enough (laughs) (laughs) so uh, explain what videos you do neuros what do you have your youtube channel for uh quite simply it's to um post some unpopular opinions about youtube characters and then give them a sentence at the end to try to point out how they could do better or pretty much just how they're wrong and i try to be fair if there are points that i agree with i say i agree with them but a lot of people don't seem to uh, see that or they ignore it. <laughs> so do you consider what you do um, constructive criticism? Uh, hopefully, yeah. I mean, I do, but do other people? I consider it more cunt destructive criticism. <laughs> Watch the language. <laughs> Yeah, you have a, you have an issue with language, but you're okay with uh, murder. 
Yeah. yeah. I notice whenever you're um, doing your videos, like, you're okay with uh, chopping people's heads off, like, showing the blood and stuff. But, like, when you swear, you always have, like, this epic guitar riff, like, what the? You used to do that too, Pan, I think. We were, it was a simpler time back then. Yeah. I remember your older videos, like, when uh, the butt-fuck joke, you, yeah. like, butt guitar riff. Oh, yeah, it was it was actually a guitar riff from the Puffy Ami Yumi intro, I think. <laughs> Which is even oh. sadder and less edgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Neuros, what's your uh, what's your reason for censoring your own language? Um, so that I, it can look like I can swear. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I think. What are you like? Not allowed to swear in your house? No, I have my own. Can't. You're not. You know, this at. might sound weird to you, but I have my own set of morals, and personally, I just don't swear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That makes sense, yeah. Oh, no, he's like Predator. He has a code of I honor. I can make it look like I can swear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, wait. Just add a guitar wait. riff over a regular word and instantly becomes a curse word. All right. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm confused here. Uh, it's okay for you. So it's not okay for you to swear, but it's okay to imply swearing? Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't okay. the implication make things sound even more or vulgar? I mean, um, I mean, I could say, uh, but I don't know. I could say asshole. For, I mean, there's I, people who say goddamn, but I, they censor out God. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for both and say it depends on the person who's hearing, because like some people could be like, he said uh, when somebody that's a blanked up. Somebody could be like, oh, he said messed up. That's bad. Well. Yeah, like if oh, someone's really that pure and innocent, like it totally depends on the person and their dirty gutter mind. Mm-hmm. Swearing is such a, a relative term, though, because what used to be swearing would be considered what, what used to be considered swearing like ten years ago isn't even swearing now. So it like changes. Like you know, you used to not be like if I told someone to shut up. That would be like, you know, go fuck yourself, you piece of fucking donkey shit now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like, it's like, Simpsons, like, like Simpsons it's, had such a problem with Bart when he was like, when the show first aired, they were like, he's so edgy. Well, you might want to slow down, man. That's really edgy. Or like, like at the end of the very end of Gone with the Wind. And he just says, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's basically like, I don't give oh, a yeah. fuck, bitch. I don't fucking give a fuck. You don't think I fucking care? I could give two fucking fucks. Fuck you. That's the way it would be now. I'm mm. translating. I'm doing like an Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah. You know, if we put That's some guitarists over that, you'd be playing a pretty kick-ass song. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just did. I just yeah. did all of Van Halen's first album just there. Really kick-ass song. Hell, I mean H. Yeah. How is we gonna yeah. fix this s? <laughs> Remember when regular show got that censored? Oh yeah. Although I, I'm learning today that there are a bunch of, like, censorship in the UK, like, stupid stuff. Like, um, there's a scene where some guitarist dies in the regular show. And mm-hmm. when there's a news report talking about him, the original dub says, We have received confirmation that American icon Bruce Rock has died after tragically falling off a five-foot stage. But in the UK dub, it says, uh, This just in, American icon Bruce Rock has just stopped being alive after falling off a five-foot stage. Which is the stupidest edit because it means the same thing. They're um stricter about violence, but not as strict about sex. Like, you can have... 
like especially in Europe, in certain countries like in France, you can have a shampoo commercial and the woman's like clearly topless. Mm -hmm. But like like they would not have the violence that we allow uh. on regular TV. So they're like they're the reverse of what we're like way more conservative about sex than violence. And they're the reverse. So that's but didn't they also censor Steven Universe? Uh, they, the they, they censored like two seconds of uh, a sexy dance that uh, a fusion oh, did. Yeah. And they just put um, Greg staring while playing the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. see, see, that to that me is, is, is worse because you can always imagine worse than what yeah. they can present. Yeah. Because that's the one of the reasons why like – some of the most shocking and impactful horror movies are the ones that don't show what's happening mm -hmm. because the human mind can come up with so much like Jaws or Cat People or Blair Witch or whatever. It's like it can come up with way worse than like if you just show it like there's no imagination. You know, you're like, well, that guy got stabbed in the face. So I know I don't need to imagine, you know, mm -hmm. well, yeah. what happens. This reminds me um, for Batman, the animated series, there was a scene where uh, Batgirl well, Bane throws Batgirl off a building and lands on Commissioner Gordon's car. And um, the original cut had um, had you see clearly Batgirl falling on the car, like a, a wide shot of her falling on the car. But they wanted, but they had to edit that for censorship reasons. So they reanimated the scene where it was the perspective from inside Gordon's car, where you barely see Batgirl, but you see her fall into the car, which they assume that'll not showing it will make it less violent, but. I don't know, seeing it from the inside of the car where the window shatters and it, you see Commissioner Gordon's face in horror as her as his daughter <laughs> is killed, yeah. it made it worse. Well, you, you know what? Yeah. Someone they used to say who's super violent, I mean, he's still really violent, is like if you watch a lot of Tarantino movies, a lot of the violence isn't shown on screen. Um, like even in the scene where they go into the apartment with the uh, – where he says the Ezekiel speech, you don't see those guys. It's been a little bit, but I'm pretty sure you don't see those. You just see them shoot them, and it's all implied. But a lot of people, when they mention how Tarantino's violent, they don't mention, like, the parts where they actually show blood. They sh they mention the parts where you see people shooting people, and, you know, it's kind of – it's interesting how that works. So. Mm -hmm. Jumping back to UK edits, uh, one of my favorite censorships is that apparently ninjas were outlawed for a bit on television. Oh and yeah, so, that's that's a Margaret Thatcher oh, thing. Yeah. Nunchucks were illegal over there. For so a while. so like Michelangelo didn't use nunchucks in the Ninja Turtles, and they were called the Hero Turtles. Yeah, you can yeah. see the the theme on. Did we talk about that in the Ninja Turtles episode? Possibly. Probably a little bit. But yeah, I, I think if there's a theme, you can find it online. It goes, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Turtles. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. Which, um, I'm, I'm confused about, like, um, did they just cut out all the scenes that had uh, Mikey using his, uh, his uh, nunchucks, or did they somehow alter the footage? They, uh, they just edited out the nunchucks, and then in the intro, they just cut sooner you know like when they show all the other turtles using their weapons <laughs> Wait, and, so what does he fight with uh a grappling hook yeah oh isn't the later seasons they they started doing that for the later seasons yeah yeah that's what i thought uh, no, they did it for later seasons in the u.s as well but uh i like to imagine that uh instead of nunchucks they edited it out and put in like rice balls and he's like man oh. my jelly donuts are sure kicking some butt today <laughs> oh no. Were they jelly filled are my favorite. Nothing beats a jelly filled donut. Damn right. I mean they could do like in Secret of the Ooze, 
they have combat cold cuts. All the turtles have all their weapons on them all the time, but they never use them. Mm. It's the weirdest thing. You're like, why are you just hitting them? You have swords. What's going on? You can well, cut them in half. Yeah. Apparently, parents complained about the first movie being too adult, and that was their like their way of fixing it. Yeah, or too violent was yeah. that. And they like, I don't think turtles are such a mess. You know. <laughs> I feel like that uh, first Ninja Turtles movie was like, um, I don't know, that generation's Powerpuff Girls movie because they're both like based off like what were considered children properties, but they still had like a more. I don't know, a darker edge to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the digital movie literally had not a Raphael like screaming into the sky. Damn! Yeah. I was going to say, imagine, <laughs> imagine in the Powerpuff Girls movie if Bubbles did that and then Blossom and Buttercup were like, dude, watch your language. What the heck? Well, that well, was an episode sort of one time. <laughs> oh, there was a toilet monster, wasn't there? Yeah, a potty mouth. That was a Kids yeah. Next Door villain, no, there were two, too. Kids, uh, Powerpuff also did it, too. Yeah. Who ripped off who? Yeah, hmm. nobody knows. By the way, the next video is going to be top five current cartoons, volume four. I don't know, three, I don't know. But yeah, stuff hmm. like Loud House and Yokai Watch I'll talk about. Nice. Oh, yeah, Yokai Watch. I've seen, I've seen that. Kind of confusing, too. I can't tell when... Because the humans can't see the yokai, but then in other segments, they're flat out talking to them, and I, I don't get it. Uh, they explained early on, but uh, basically, uh, some yokai are so powerful that they can converse with humans and can be seen by them. Or not be seen them. I don't know. So, uh, I forget. What do they look like to humans? They still look like yokai? Yeah. There's that one where Komasan, like turns into a human, and he can turn back into his cat form. I don't know. It's Pokemon. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's it's new Pokemon. I remember the scene where Robonyan gets like basically like uh penetrated by this guy's spear and he gets off to it. Like they didn't censor that in the Disney cut. Oh, they kinda sorta did center it a little bit because in the original Okay, there's a scene in the Japanese dub, well the original Japanese Yokai Watch anime where there's this uh monster with a sword and it stabs what's well, trying to stab at this robot cat, this yokai, and um in this original dub, the sword is underneath the uh, <laughs> underneath the cat, like it's just rubbing against its crotch region. But in the American dub, they change it so it's uh, stabbing right through and phasing through the ghost cat. Oh, okay. but, but still, in in that scene, the the cat gets turned on in both versions. Like you see it blushing and just like start wiggling, wigging out over the sword, penetrating its body. It still has a sexual implications in there. It's kind of weird that they would let that in. Face Disney, good job, ten out of ten. Yeah, as long as yes. it's stabbing it and not rubbing its crotch, it's okay. <laughs> You know, you know, stabbing is okay, but uh, sexual anything, that's a no-no. No, no. I mean, it's like <laughs> cursing. Yeah, what the fuck? Yes. Uh, so you guys want to get into the news? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Play us out uh, commercial to Killer Instinct. Holy Same graphics. Same news. It looks like the arcade, man. Okay, man. 16 bits. 16 bits! All I can say is... Killer Instinct only on Super NES! Complete with Killer Cuts game music CD! It's totally... Uncensored! So who needs a new system? Alright, we have the the fan Reddit, 
and the fan DeviantArt in the description, and we also have the fan junk playlist. So if you have a YouTube video related to Rebel Taxi or the Pizza Party podcast, email them to me at rebeltaxi at yahoo.com. So our first uh, bit of news is the Monster Trucks movie is coming out 2017. And has anyone seen the trailer to the Monster Trucks movie by Hasbro (laughs) Entertainment? Oh, fuck yes. The people who brought you Transformers. Wait, don't you now you're ruining it. Don't tell me that. (laughs) Oh, okay. You Darn. just ruined... Now I don't oh, want to... Thanks a lot. Darn. Uh, the magic's over. <laughs> this thing is awesome. But it's smart. It is an engine for my truck. Isn't that right, Creech? <laughs> named him Creech. The monster is in the truck! But for those who haven't seen the monster truck's uh, trailer, basically it's about a monster and it goes inside a truck and it becomes a monster truck. So it's the this monster living under the shell of a truck and has like tentacles sticking out and it's stupid. But it makes the car drive faster and better. Yeah, it, somehow. It's the engine pretty much. Yeah. 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 It's time to make some sick hentai, baby. Oh. I mean, look, this looks like it's put January movies into a whole new level. Because yeah. I believe this comes out in January. It does. January movies aren't going to be able to top this. I mean, it's just... <sighs> It's taken it to a whole new level the of original, monster trucks. The original release date was 2015, so this got delayed to hell. And now they're just dumping it on January. It comes out January 13th, 2017. Yeah. Uh, at this time, the Holy same shit. weekend as Friday the 13th. And it comes out a week before Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. So, it's coming out. So 2017 is starting impossibly the most extreme way ever monster trucks then triple x fuck you know vin diesel's back you you better invest in some nos energy drink shit because that people are going to be buying that we're not going to be able to heart attacks are going to be crazy because people aren't going to be able to handle 2017 trucks are going to be destroyed stunt doubles are going to be killed it's going to be monster trucks are going to be everywhere popcorn Donald Trump will be president. Oh, be a civil war, uh, <laughs> unrest somewhere. It's gonna be crazy. Cats and dogs living in together. Hamas hysteria. hysteria. Ethiopia is still dying because they live in a famine-stricken oh. country. Oh. Is that true? Yes, it's true. That man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim, what the fuck? That's mean. What? What? I wasn't. I was just saying. Ghostbusters. You said you wouldn't tell anyone. Oh, oh I'm. I. You know, I honestly forgot about the thing that you don't have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the accident. <laughs> now everyone knows. I'm sorry. It, not many people get attacked by piranha, dick eating piranhas. I. I don't know why you're in the you Amazon. <laughs> Wait, did that happen to you too? One time, when I was. Seven. Oh god, not seven. Oh yeah, seven. Old enough. Stop <laughs> to party. Oh no, no, I love. No, I picture you when you say that. It's like, uh, um, it's this kid looking angry. No, it's this kid look like looking angry and saying "old enough," like in Comic Sans, <laughs> and then to party, and it's like a stock photo of a kid jumping in the air. Was <laughs> <laughs> the kid from Day with SpongeBob? Yeah, yeah. No, yes. new, new meme time, everybody. Make a meme, please. Oh, Thank see, you. that that kid 
that kid would fucking love monster trucks. That kid saw that trailer before um, Ninja Turtles and went, Mom, Dad, we're seeing monster trucks. And he's probably... But, the, but don't you want to see the new Team in T movie? This monster trucks movie, like, it's based off the monster truck toy line, which it's... The toy line is literally just monster trucks. There's nothing mo- actually monster about them except that they're large, but there's no monster inside them. But this movie does the very literal meaning of monster trucks. This this sounds like if you got a lot of really overeager stoned college kids in a room and asked them, you can't come out until you smoke all this weed and write us a monster trucks movie. And they like they like the, they open the door six hours later, the room reeked and they 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 were like, here's the screenplay. And they're like, holy shit, this is gold. This is gold. I mean, it does. You know how a couple, like, I guess it's almost 10 years ago now, we had, like, snakes on a plane and these <laughs> ironic B, like, B movies made to be B movies. Eight-legged you know? freaks. Yeah, like, Shark that's, or even, like, Sharknado is kind of that also. But, like, this is, like, let's not do that for adults. Let's do it for kids, because kids don't get irony. They just get excited at how ridiculous <laughs> it is. Like, that's what, Monster Trucks just looks like, like, I don't give a fuck we're going to have fun. Yeah. Like that's, that's odd. I don't know. I, I love movies that are like, not only am I stupid, but I'm going to revel in it. I'm sure this movie will not be as good as the trailer and my <laughs> oh, excitement, but I, I'm so down. I'm so down for monster trucks. I mean, like, you know, honestly, Oh wait, you want to go, go first? No. I, okay. I didn't know this was based on a toy line. Uh, but if it is, and if it's just like you said that the toys aren't monster, in any way they're just literal monster trucks and they just took this idea and just went okay how do we make a movie out of this you want know f it they're literal monsters literal monsters f the truck part no 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 bring the truck part back in back in it wouldn't make sense yes monsters trucks put them together yeah. bam we got a movie i mean well i mean you have to think about it all these making movies based off toy lines that literally have no story or plot i mean would you just want to see a movie about some like kid uh, you know, teenager going to monster truck rallies. This is this is exciting. There, there's could, a part. They, uh, they could have had a small time drama about a kids whose parents are getting divorced, and they each buy a monster trucks every time they see him. And it's really about the de- uh, destruction of his family. But every time they see him, he gets a monster truck. But that script didn't. That was a script I pitched. So you know what they could have done was make a a movie out of Turbo Teen and have him turn into a monster truck. Remember Turbo Teen? Oh, I don't remember. The kid the, gets zapped, science experiment, turned into a car. Yeah, it's uh, that one cartoon from the like the 80s where that kid gets zapped by a by some experimental lightning thing, and then he turns oh, into a car, and it's, like, and it's this super grotesque mutation. He fuses with his car. Oh yeah. You know, you know who helped design that? Jack Kirby. <laughs> oh no. Anyway, what was Steph gonna say until I said that dumb thing that I said? Oh, I was gonna say was there's just like the the, the the inner ten year old in me that like likes Ben Ten and you know is able to like turn off adulting for a moment to enjoy those things is like super excited about this movie. Like I'm legitimely <laughs> like this this movie looks yeah. adorable. It, it like yeah. it looks just like a cute. Fun I can understand film. that. Too bad. <laughs> too bad your inner Ben Ten fan is going to die when the reboot happens. Oh. Uh, another reboot. We're not talking about this. No, Nero's yeah. will be there to defend the Ben 10 reboot. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. What year is it coming out? Nobody um, it's coming out this year or next year, I think. That really narrows it down. But this monster trucks movie, like, it, it kind of looks like How to Train Your Dragon. That monster kind of does look like um toothless in a way. Yeah, I saw a cat. Looks like a cat. Also looks but... cute. Yeah, but um, apparently someone uploaded this uh. This comment by an anonymous uh, employee who worked on the film, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I think it's entertaining nonetheless, and could explain why the movie was delayed for two years. But, um, let me read this out loud. Story time. I worked on this movie last year and was present for the first big test screening. The cinema was full of children who buzzed excitedly as the lights went down. Then, the movie happened. It's difficult to imagine a worse response. As soon as the monster came on screen, the children start to scream and scream and scream. <laughs> there were tears, howls, wailing kids running out of the cinema, parents swearing, total pandemonium. By the time the screening was over, we'd lost about 50% of the audience. Needless to say, after the screening, the suits delayed the film for more than a year and ordered a complete redesign of the creature. It used to look way worse, like a cross between Judge Doom and a mentally handicapped E.T. and a squid and heavy... <laughs> I've, oh, since... <laughs> I've since left the production, but the sound of those children screaming and the sheer panic of the faces of the filmmakers in the screening is something I will treasure forever. Oh, well, I just gotta give them a hand. That was beautifully written. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I like that the test screening for this movie went worse than that scene in Inglorious Bastards where they kill Hitler. Oh, like, <laughs> oh no! That's just like, oh my god! This makes me want to see it even more now. Just <laughs> like, hearing that, I want to know what the original monster design looked like. They should. Me too. They should release early cuts of things because I've been with the whole Rogue One thing that happened this past week. I'm just curious to see, like, well, what if, like, that cut was better, but the public didn't get to see it? Like, or just, it would probably help people understand filmmaking more if they're like, oh, like, that's what it was like originally. And then they turned it into this. Yeah. It brings in a lot about how editing and post-production really shapes a film. So I got wind of that Rogue One stuff. Was it just like the movie wasn't doing well or what happened? Well, part of it. There are reshoots, but that's for every big blockbuster. So that some people are making more out of it than there is because even Civil War had reshoots. Like every big movie has reshoots just to fix things and make things work a little better. It's very normal. But apparently what happened is that after Force Awakens, they wanted Rogue One to be more fun. And Gareth Edwards, I think that's I think I said his name right. He um, or the guy who did. Godzilla two years ago, he made more of a war movie and they were like not happy with it. But also like the Godzilla remake or not remake, but that Godzilla movie that came out recently, if you rewatch it outside of theaters, it's like not very good. And I feel like no. they kind of knew this is a problem, but they also like really over cut and overanalyze J.J. Abrams when he did Force Awakens. So it might just be a similar thing where star this is an important movie because it's the first Star Wars story movie and they want people to be excited. And But apparently they screened it for the executives. They didn't do a test screening for audiences. It was just for the executives. And the executives hated it. And so they're going to rework a lot of it. So, yeah. you know, 
But I'd be curious, like, I feel like just make a special edition and here's the first cut since they've made such a big deal out of it. I feel like it's like something I'd, I'd want to see. Maybe it, maybe it was worse, but I'd also like to see like, yeah, the director's cut, I guess. Yeah. Like some, I think it would be cool. And then you have another cut and I'll buy another edition. I mean, what's the problem? I don't know. A couple of months back, Suicide Squad was set to be finished. Like the editor uploaded a screenshot of the editing timeline showing all of Suicide Squad done, but that was way before the reshoots were announced. So I'm wondering what these pre-reshoots movies look like. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, the thing is, you know, Marvel started this reshoot thing where every every time you sign on for a movie, you know there's going to be reshoots, and it's already planned out post when they've edited it to a certain point. So a lot of these aren't... Uh, I mean, I am curious, like, about the pre-reshoot movie, but it is, like, it's part of their process at this point. So it's not like reshoots used to mean uh, when a movie was really bad and the studio was like, no, we have to bring everyone back. In this, it's more like, well, everyone knows they're coming back. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not, it's not, not the same. It's just the problem with movie reporting is a lot of people don't exactly understand how things change. And then they report it like it's the way it used to be. And it. Yeah, just makes everything way worse than it needs to be. You yeah, know? it's just normal that every Hollywood movie does this. Yeah, I mean, there are times like, but the rumors of 40% of the movie being reshot, I mean, that's really extreme. If that's oh. true, like, that's like, holy fuck. But that, ha- I mean, there's a lot of movies that benefit from it. If you ever seen the movie The Fog and read about the reshoots they did, that movie would have really sucked without reshoots. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't make a movie means it's gonna suck it's sometimes you just need to redo stuff you know it's like i heard people theorize that's why um animation is going to cgi more often because it's easier to reshoot or reanimate a sequence that's in cgi than have to redraw everything in 2d that might be why because I, i heard especially with frozen and a lot of the disney stuff they're working on it like till till the very end, like it's keep they keep reshaping it and reshaping it. Mm-hmm. So um, especially with Good Dinosaur, I mean, who even knows yeah. how far they got before they, you know, they there was so many production problems. So to my understanding, a lot of that's the Disney stuff, like constantly is being changed. Like even I'm sure that movie come. What's it? The one that coming out in November, um, Mona? Or, oh, it's yeah. not Mona. What's it called? Mona, I think. I don't know. Is it Mona? Oh, okay. Well, anyway, whatever it is, I'm sure they're like rechanging it a lot more than like Doctor Strange, I'm sure, isn't as is with animation it's supposed to be even more extreme. But I don't really know. I don't I've never been there or talked with anyone who does that. So, you know, that's just what I've read. But monster trucks, I just want to say that it kind of reminds me of the video game Excite Truck on the Wii, if anybody remembers Excite Truck. Mm-mm. Damn. Is that the sequel to Psych Bite? That's some ex- obscure shit, dude. <laughs> it was a launch title for the Wii when it came out back in 2006. It was a fun arcade-style uh, racing game with trucks. But yeah, it's, Was it exciting? Yeah. I mean, it was like the sort of the spiritual sequel to Excite Bike on the NES, but with trucks. Oh, it was exactly. A, a, it's a third title in the yeah. Excite series. Wait, are they? Oh. They better launch a game to go along with Monster Trucks because if they had like a the iPhone tra- game, I would buy the shit out of that. Like I would. Like this, the, the scene probably just where be like a racing game. Yeah, like the scene where they're um in the trailer where they're where it's a group of trucks just like uh going off a ramp like a hill. That straight up just reminded me of Excite Truck on the Wii. It's a great game. I mean it's I mean it's I'm sure it's very cheap now, but yeah, go look that up. 
Maybe this will just be like a legendary bomb because it <laughs> oh, it did cost like they sank a lot of money into it. Like even if you watch the trailer, you're like, that does not look cheap. Like it looks like they spent especially for a movie that's coming out in January, like they they know they're fucked. Like they're oh. not even they're not even fronting. I mean they're <laughs> gonna promote it as much as they can, but I it makes me really hope that uh um red letter media will do a fuck you, it's January. <laughs> And just talk about monster trucks the whole time. <laughs> it looks better than Battleship, at least. Yeah, you know what though? I, oh, Battleship, you. Battleship, I didn't want to see this. I want to, even if it's it, both in that I hope it's really good and that I hope it's really bad. Like either way, I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it looks at least it looks fun, stupid. But like from the trailer, it kind of looks like the most generic uh, new kid in school. He's get he gets bullied. And yeah. then he gets a car, and now he's why cool. have the whoa? Why have the guy who played Havoc in X Men First Class like he's like not someone anyone wants to see star in a movie like really miscast like maybe they casted him like back when the other X Men movies came out and they were like hey this kid's gonna be an X Men he's gonna he's gonna be a big draw and no one really talks about Havoc <laughs> yeah they I mean the whole Havoc character that's that whole thing where like in the in X-Men Apocalypse, if you think of what the timeline, he was actually 40 and his brother Cyclops was a teenager. Like how that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, I'm getting confused about this uh, whole timeline thing for X-Men. Like they say, uh, the last movie came happened 10 years ago. And it's like these actors don't look 10 years older at all. And some of them are returning. So how does this work at all? Like the next movie's going to take place in the 90s from what I hear. And yeah, how is... Are they, what's going to go, are they just going to put on makeup to make them look older or what's going on? I mean, they probably won't because the X, I mean, Mystique in Jennifer Lawrence's defense, at least Mystique uh, is supposed to have been super old as shit. And because of her powers, she's able to still um, look young. So they could have gotten away with that. But in terms of like Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy, they should have aged like a lot. And most of the other people should have aged and like. It was kind of ridiculous and dumb. Like, yeah. But I think more people noticed this time because it was such a bad movie. People were just like, <laughs> what are more problems with it? Because Days of Future Past, they probably should have aged a little more too. But uh, since that movie was a lot better than X-Men Apocalypse, nobody noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I stop back and go back to the Excite series real quick? Because I was just yeah. checking it out. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's Excite bots. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the final game in the franchise. It, it was like robots that transform and use gliders i don't know it's a weird game well there, there's one more excite by world rally but it's not like that's going way back no, I, you, it's, it's downgrading compared to excite bots which looks more like monster trucks now there is also a uh, excite bike 64 but um it's just a generic motocross game with excite bike slapped on it there's no you don't really have the gliding i think mechanic. i had that as a kid oh yeah you did yeah i don't remember being that fun though i think you could yeah remember you were able to make your own course I always spend hours on that. Course editors are the shit. I wish I played Mon Nation Racers more often. Oh yeah. I made a shitty course based on uh, the uh, the the first setting of my com- the World Guardians comic. There. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, World Guardians is going to be big one day. Just you wait and see. I say through tears. No. <laughs> Mod Nation Racers was going to be like the little big planet of racing games, but uh, I don't know. It kind of just fizzled out. And same yeah. with Little Big Planet's uh, popularity. Like like PlayStation was hyping up uh, Sackboy as the as the hit new Mario platforming game, but 
I don't know. There there are sequels to Little Big Planet, but they're not like you know they're just not that popular. They recently released a uh, download pack where you get to play as Steven Universe characters, and Pearl <laughs> is glorious. Yeah, the Pearl one is terrifying. Like I remember back in like 2008 or so, there was even ones for like Watchmen. The mo- when that movie was coming out, it's like this is there a kids' game. What's going on? They had some for Metal Gear Solid Four as well. So like they they didn't give a shit. They just they just did whatever. But uh, anything else to say about monster trucks? I mean, I I could do the whole podcast on monster. <laughs> yeah, we spent way yeah. monster trucks. Jesus, it's, no, it's, we did not talk enough. Monster trucks is. No. The most amazing thing Hollywood will offer us in January. Be be ready. It's gonna be it's gonna be the greatest movie for seven year old yeah. boys ever made, and, and, or the worst thing ever. And Triple X Three: Return of Xander Cage. Yeah. <laughs> the double feature. You know what? Don't see Monster Trucks the first weekend. See it the second weekend, so you can double feature it with Triple X Three. Yeah. So. I mean, Triple X is yeah. the most extreme movie ever. The next bit of news, uh, a while back we reported on a, an, a Mega Man cartoon with the writing team behind Man of Action who also gave us Ben 10 and Generator Rex, and yeah. they revealed what Mega Man looks like, and he looks like shit. Uh, you guys seen him, right? Of course. Yeah. Sadly. Here's the here's a screenshot of what this new Mega Man looks like. I like how the logo looks like something they did in InDesign. Yeah, the logo doesn't look great. He looks... I don't know. He looks like a preschool kid oh. show. I mean, it's uh, going to be done by DHX Media and Dent Suent Monsuno Media. Oh, I mean, no, wait, Dent Suent Media. Yeah, that's so you idiot. I don't know, but their only other cartoon Dent Suent made is uh, this card uh, trading anime called Monsuno. I think that aired on the Hub channel, and that's it. That's all they worked on. This this looks like it'll be animated in Flash because you can kind of tell how segmented his body is. Ooh, yeah. like, I can't tell if it's Flash or like really shitty cell shaded 3D. I don't. It know. could be either or. But yeah. I hope it's not 3D. Yeah, like cell shaded 3D. Um, when it comes to television, always almost always looks bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because cell shaded um cell shading is really difficult to pull off well, like. Um, two games I can think of off the top of my head that pull off the cell shading well are uh, one, wait, three. One Piece Pirate Warriors, uh, the Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm series, and uh, the Sly Cooper games. Of course, I know I'm, you're going to say Sly Cooper. Of course I'm going to mention Sly Cooper. It's like my yeah. thing. At least the later ones. because uh, The earlier ones, uh, Sly's face is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, like like I'm speaking purely in aesthetics and not animation because the Sly Cooper games animated like two and three were garbage. But <laughs> yeah, regardless, um, it's really difficult because um, I don't know how social media works exactly, but sometimes like I think it's like how the polygons stick out um, to the camera. So like when somebody's talking and like there's some geometry sticking out there, like a line will randomly show up when it's not supposed to. And it's probably really hard to fix. So, like, when you're cel-shading for TV, you're on a really strict timeline. Like, with games, you have two or three years, usually. So it's like, okay, like, you you have, like, you, you got to work, and, like, they can be seen from every angle, so you got to, like, make sure it looks good. But with TV, you'd think that'd be, like, easier to fix, but no. We never really see uh, cel-shading done in a lot of movies. Like, the only time I can think of any big Hollywood CGI movie ever doing cel-shading was that one scene in Ratatouille where, uh, 
Ratatouille is looking at the book with the chef on it, and the chef is self-shaded while he's talking to Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Also, that movie, I mean, that short that came out before Wreck-It Ralph, The Paper Man, like, it wasn't necessarily self-shaded, but they, uh, they drew, they made a 3D cartoon, and then they drew the outlines afterwards, so they had more control of how, where the outlines will go, and Dev just linked to us an image of Robots in Disguise, the new Transformers cartoon. That's what it looks like. That's what this uh, Mega Man cartoon, it has the same kind of cel-shaded look to it. <sighs> Would Symbionic Titan kind of count? Because they had really thick outlines on their CG. Oh yeah, well I guess so. It's kind of blended into uh, what the 3D is. Symbionic Titan's more, it's a 3D added onto 2D, like Futurama. Yeah. yeah. It's a kind of different breed. For those of you at home doing the Pizza Party podcast drinking game, take a shot for something, Sir Nolan mentioning Symbionic Titan. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mentioned Steven Universe. Okay. So. Wait, is there a drinking game now? No, but there should be. Somebody, some. I know there's a fan dedicated enough to make a drinking game list. Please do that. Thank you. Yeah, if you do, I might drink to it maybe. during the podcast. Like, that, would that be would that be lame? I would I no. I would do that it? with you. We could okay. Yeah. All we, right, we should. You know, we should do make a podcast of us doing the drinking game to another podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Futurama pulls off the 3D cell shading well because it, it it blends in really well. Same with Invader well, Zim. That still looks really good today. Well, you have to argue that oh, those yeah. shows, those examples, Symbiote Titan, Futurama, et cetera, et cetera, they're all uh, not organic things. They're all mechanical things that use the 3D for, which makes it easier to, you know, fool us, I guess. Oh, yeah. And they're also trying to look 2D at the same time. This reminds me, like, the only time the, the, the CGI in Invader Zim looked terrible is when um, Zim himself was done in 3D. Who's At least the new Mega Man cartoon is going to be done by the man of action who did Ben 10 and... Uh, generator rex the writing team so yeah but the thing that concerns me is that in the article it says it's aimed at ages six to nine (sighs) so i'm not expecting much like i i mean demographics what did you expect i mean you want some blood and gore in mega man no no not like that but like but that'd be that'd be fucking awesome but no what i mean is like if it was aimed at like kids 10 to 13 that would be probably more Uh, That would probably be more in um, line with a, a Ben 10 or a, um, some other. Yeah, gener- it'd be like every other man of action show. But like, um, I don't know. I feel like they're going to try to hand fist in morals or something like Ben 10 rarely did that. Like they did it every once in a while, but only when it would make sense to the plot. Like that one time Ben like disobeyed his grandpa and then Grandpa Max was like, it's going to take a while for you to earn my trust back, Ben. You fuck up. And then, like, nothing happened. Nothing came of it. Neuros, you like it when uh, cartoons ham-fist morals, right? With the new Powerpuff Girls? No, movie? not ham-fist. The thing is, I figured you were going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, if they put in a moral, it depends on how they display it. And it also depends if the character learns it and not just another character just tells them the moral and they act like they learned it. Powerpuff Girls does it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, Most. I'm willing to bet at some point there will be an episode or two that won't do it so well. But so far, it's doing good. That's all I'm going to say about that. My okay. Just, just, just like in like Seventh Heaven. <laughs> 
a god you you just brought back a fucking nostalgia wave like my family used to fucking watch seventh heaven all the time see and i remember i remember the one episode where this girl was like i'm gonna go with my friend in the car and there's a drunk driver and the family was like don't do that sweetie she was like okay and she waited at the pizzeria or something and then she's like mom my friend's got in an accident and the mom was like no fucking shit <laughs> don't, Damn. oh yeah I, re- I remember that episode she's like don't hang out with your stupid garbage friends this is why they died believe Whoa. in darwinism and then she picked him up and go i thought we were christian i don't believe in darwin but i believe in getting rid of garbage people and they drove <laughs> yeah and then the dad molests one of them or something what I don't know. the fuck <laughs> actually you know what's well, it wasn't that wasn't that didn't that guy get in trouble yes well he did it's kind of an odd way i guess he got to because it he apparently had when it came out he this he had had this issue 10 years before but he had sought, sought help and uh all this stuff but like he wasn't like exposed in a way like he like a cosby uh, sorry, Wait. a Cosby type of thing. You know, okay. is this the actor or the character he, he plays? Oh, uh, the the actor. Uh-oh. But he had he um, not that I'm trying to excuse what he did, which is awful. But he um, it, it was basically his ex wife was divorcing him, and to get more money out of him, she exposed that this thing had happened ten years earlier. Was basically my understanding of it. But if anyone wants to read up on it and counter that, but I, I wasn't something that like he was doing like the week before or something like that, but he, uh, I don't know. It's a little, it sucks because he was actually really funny on it's always sunny. If you ever watched that. Um, but, and then, and then they, they wouldn't have him back after that. Oh. So I don't, I don't know what that guy did. I hope he has seventh heaven money saved because I'm sure actually, you know, what? ever coming back. <laughs> You 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 brought up that your family watched it. My family watched it, but we watched it ironically because we thought it was really funny. <laughs> it was like the funniest show. Like how they dealt with issues. Oh my god! And every time they go, and that's why, and that's why, mom, I don't trust Mexicans. And you'd be like, what? Look, that happened. That was like half the episode. Fun fact, though, um, David Gallagher, who plays like a little blonde kid, is actually the voice of Riku in Kingdom Hearts. Really? Yeah. So, so there's a the kid who the blonde kid who who was like, "Golly gee, Willikers played Riku," and he's all edgy like, "The darkness has taken over my life." So he's become Neros. Oh, ouch! Hey, <laughs> I mean, I'm not that, dark. It's it, yeah. Seventh Heaven was bad. Yeah, that's that's the main. That's the main. But I I don't know if someone if the, the character learns a moral that makes it a good moral. I mean that's. I don't. I don't know if that like makes like it. Like I said, it depends on how they learn the moral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless I mean, they, uh, unless they do something stupid and like the one character corrects them like later for no suddenly and they start caring. I don't know. Well, it also depends on what the moral is. Like, for example, awesome. if it, <laughs> in the well, reboot, the, like, what if the moral is don't trust Mexicans? <laughs> what the fuck is with the moral? <laughs> what is going on? Okay. Don't trust Pan. He's oh. not paying us. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, if that was the moral they're trying to convey, doesn't necessarily mean it's a good moral. That, no, that's a good point. It's kind wait, of a that's broad a, moral. Wait, wait, you're saying that's a bad moral? No, a broad. <laughs> like it's kind of vague. It's like you're going, but why? Why just say Mexicans? Why not say don't trust freaking drug dealers? I mean, wait, wait, wait. Are you implying that all Mexicans are drug dealers? Yeah, what the or, fuck, uh, or all drug dealers are Mexicans? <laughs> No. Yeah, there's some black drug dealers too, Neuros. You gotta understand that. 
did not know. I was not drug dealer savvy. Thank you for correcting me. Yes. Um, my, my uncle was a drug dealer. Really? Yeah. He's dead now. Next bit of news. <laughs> Wait, what was, for, for argument's sake, what were these morals that they learned that were good? Oh, do you want me to answer that? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just curious what were some good morals. What were the good morals? I'm just curious. Um, it's okay to make new friends, but don't forget about your old ones or even your own sisters if you guys are close enough. That'd be a good moral if we saw them develop as characters, you know? We, we stupid roller derby girls. What? I mean, I, w- I don't. I think that episode was a little too awesome. awesome in the in the run of the show because it yeah, was like, actually. Um, if I can bring something up, I think they aired the episodes out of order because, like, one of the episodes, like, they use the uh, powers that they get in a later episode the as Green the Lantern energy powers. field thing. Yeah, that, and then like like two episodes later or something, it shows them learn like actually getting them. And they're like, "Whoa, what the heck is this?" And I'm just like. Oh, oh, God, they didn't air these in order, did they? I'm not going to do another response if you didn't already figure that out. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, well. You got bigger fish to fry, my friend. Who are these other fish you're frying? Like a salmon or a... Who, who pissed you off, Neros? No one ticked me off. Yes, I said that. Okay, but like I said earlier, is um, I just expressed an, an unpopular opinion or look into an online character. So, uh, top of my list, there's Jontron. Uh, I got suggested Jaltoid. Uh, what they do to you? Just so you know, I'm not saying these people are bad. Mm-hmm. These pe- I'm not saying they suck. There's just certain things about them that could be better, and I suppose you could look at it as constructive criticism. <laughs> By and, cutting their heads off. Right, right. Well, at it's the end, they might not get their heads cut off. Well, maybe Jontron, but Jeltoid <laughs> probably not. They're all right. I was um, saying, you better not be talking shit about Jeltoid in the buddies. Of course. So what do they do exactly yeah. that's so wrong? Yeah, yeah, what's wrong with Jeltoid? Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to disclose that. <laughs> oh, you're under contract or what? Oh. He's got to save it for his videos. Oh, you know? okay, I see. Oh, well, the one thing I would say from... The, I only watched the first pan uh, video you did about Pan. I noticed you kind of take the reviews as like kind of uh, fact almost, the way you react to them. And I think reviews aren't really meant to be fact. They're like opinion, and you can't be wrong about an opinion. Opinion isn't right or wrong yeah, in itself. Opinion I was taught in school that you need to shape it as an opinion, such as I think or end with to me. I yeah, try but to that's do that not... Tomorrow. The idea of a review is. I just want you to know, I didn't see that as an opinion. You said uh, that they didn't show impacts of the punches, and then you only showed that one clip that's like on YouTube. So then I brought up all the other scenes where they do show the impacts. They barely. It's she's. They're swatting little little bugs around. I mean, little mice around. But that's not the like. That's not the part I'm talking about. If that's Pan's experience of watching the show. That's not. Made it! We're finally gonna get home! Oh no. These facts and opinions look so similar. Ah, don't worry about it. Happens all the time. You can disagree, but you that's not that's not it's not like a fact. It's not like if I say the sky is purple and you're like, well, Jim's wrong. 
that's that's a fact. But me saying like I think the the sky looks stupid today, you can't you wouldn't say Jim's wrong. I think the sky doesn't look stupid. You know, you would just say. But I can say I disagree. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, no, we're not we're not arguing. Watch, that. It's like, the way you were. I saying, like to say perhaps said, there is some parts of my video where I just flat out say you're wrong about this, but I really try to make it sound like like uh, I think the. It's more like this to me, or I disagree, or not to me, stuff like that. Okay. It doesn't come off it, that it, way. Though. Yeah, no. it, I think that it's just that the wording comes off wrong. So not yeah. that, not that. Um, it's like it's just something to look out for because everybody does. I do it all the time. I, yeah. I fucking, I can't tell you how many times I've said stuff and it came off completely wrong and offended somebody, unless <laughs> I do intentionally offend somebody, but. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I just, would say I would say something along the lines of like I disagree with you versus you just don't learn. It kind of doesn't quite translate the same way. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I was more or less going with the fact that he still didn't state it as an opinion, and he still <laughs> sort of well stated as fact. Yeah, if it's if it's a review, <laughs> you don't you don't have to state it. If if it's a review, you don't have to state it as an opinion like because the idea of you're seeing it as a review. That's already stated in the fact that it's a review. I mean, it's like you already know who Pan. We already know who Pan is and the Rebel Taxi, and like that he does reviews. So if you're watching this thing, he says these are the things that I think are wrong with the Powerpuff Girls. Under that, it's not like he's saying here's a bunch of bad facts about the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, this show was created by Hitler. That would be that would be incorrect what? because I'm pretty sure Hitler didn't create the new Powerpuff Girls. No. I'm not sure. Someone looked well, that. It's kind of taking it. You never like, know. Pretty drastic, right now. Yeah. This this does, however, bring up a really good point, and that's uh, the one thing about internet reviewers, say nostalgic critic, angry video game nerd, pan, is those, that a those lot are of also the, on the list. Great. What's uh, wrong but, with like, you? The the fans do tend to take whatever those videos say, regardless, because those videos are more entertainment, right? Pan, yeah. would you agree? I, like even the nostalgia critic says he's playing a character. The angry video game nerd's playing a character. Yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, you're real, Pan. Um, <laughs> I'm real. <laughs> but like, yeah, you have the uh, mushroom head and everything. <laughs> all, a lot of these fans take those videos as fact, though, and 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 they just decide because this thing that they look up to says it. It's now law. And uh, I mean, like, there, there's plenty of movies that were really loved for a long time until the Nostalgia Critic said something bad about it, like obscure ones. Obviously, things like Space Jam, people riot against I love them. Space Jam. I did too. Fucking <laughs> Michael Jordan ass motherfucker playing some hoops with the Looney Tunes is the best shit of my life. And Lola. Oh, but, oh, uh, no. Yeah. Oh. I, one thing that does bother me a little bit, and I kind of want to hear what your guys' opinions of it, Nero's included, is that, like, this whole attacking Powerpuff Girls and, like, looking at all the animation errors, which, believe me, the animation errors in Powerpuff Girls are awful because they're all, like, two-second fixes, like, turning on layers or not accidentally deleting a frame or something. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm starting to see people starting to, like, search for all animation errors within <laughs> all cartoons. And it just seems a little like it, it's they're taking the fun out of watching the cartoon. Um, yeah. and, well, and not I, all yeah. errors are the same. I think that the thing that happens um, is like when I, I went to film school and we had this discussion with everyone my freshman year. They're like, do you ever wish you could go back to watching a movie before you went to film school? 
because you can't watch things the same. Right. And you almost your brain is like almost how you watch a movie is almost rewired in a way. Mm-hmm. Not compl- yeah. it's not like uh, like suddenly you like took acid and you saw God. But it's like I mean, the whole idea I, of like I have a lot to say about that. But like if um when people see a certain thing or learn a certain thing about animation or TV or movies, suddenly they start noticing it everywhere. And I think when this became a popular thing about the Powerpuff Girls, they started looking at every other show and going like, oh, shit, I see this everywhere. And I think that's to me, that's why it started happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, or at least with the errors. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say nerves? Uh, well, about. In regards to the uh, film, uh, like how you go to film school and it changes your perspective on filming. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I also went to a film school for that. And yeah, it did. And for a while, I couldn't exactly watch a live action film without realizing, you know, they're just actors. They don't really mean these things they're saying. But then later on, I... What? I got their actors. You know, my mindset. Yeah. Nero's no longer part of the Matrix. I, I, oh, whoa! Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not know what that? The fuck? Those were actors. They were shit. Chris Evans isn't really Captain America. Not even either. Oh, uh, no, oh, no, he he, he he's Captain America. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yes, the, the rest are actors. Like tony stark that's robert downey jr Ooh. but chris evans is captain it just it's okay man okay nobody's told him about the hydra thing right oh, like nobody's oh, just, no. just don't don't mention it to him Wait. just don't mention it to him. oh i i know that should i mention it no don't don't mention it <laughs> sheltered world move on what were you saying right later on i started to get uh the idea and started to re-click that they might be actors playing characters, but the characters are real. You get, and I started to enjoy live action movies again and started to appreciate all the stuff the filming taught me. And I started to appreciate little details in the movies that, you know, as a kid, I would, I would ignore. I'd say, eh, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, so to appreciate how hard a shot was to, f- to freaking get. Well, for certain things, like you understand the techniques on how they made certain scenes and stuff. And then now you can just sort of, dissect things to dissect movies in your head and see how they would have shot something or how they would have done an effect, you know? Yeah. Or why they put that shot there rather than in another place or yeah. I, I, I really want to go to film school. Cause like I want to do animation, but I know if I want to be a good animator, I want to, I need to know how to like set up shots and stuff, but I don't know how to do that. Like I took a film literacy class in high school and that was the extent of it. And it was really interesting. I really liked it. But it just made me like we saw Star Trek 2009. And well, that's by no means a very extravagant film. It like J.J. Abrams does know how to set up a shot and he knows how to keep the pacing in a scene. And it just made me realize, wow, there's a lot more that goes into this than I fucking thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, the the Red Letter Media review of, of that Star Trek movie kind of goes over how important that is for that movie. Because like if you watch it, it's Star Trek 2009 isn't a fantastic, amazing movie. But while you're watching it, you're like so into it. And it says a lot about how important pacing is and flow and editing and having everyone running around. I mean, it's a simple, stupid thing. Instead of walking up and down the Enterprise, but like having them run made that movie like so much more exciting. And it's like, I know so many people who like, I'll watch Next Generation 
and they they would never watch it in their life, but they will watch the 2009 Star Trek anytime it's on. And it's because of like it might have dumber ideas, but the way it's presented is so much uh, a part of that. So I think that's like that's an important thing to teach people is how much presentation matters and also what you're trying to say to the audience and whatnot. Yeah, another th- another thing that w- like um, this guy Digibro, who hasn't responded to my email yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he did this video about Miyazaki, this um, like gr- how good Miyazaki is at establishing a setting, mm-hmm. and like he used Spirited Away as an example, and how you watch Chihiro or however her name is pronounced run through this um, factory or this bath, um, this spa or something, and like the he mentions how the characters are always running to the left or the certain direction, they're keeping the same direction on screen, and how. You see the room. They um they stay in a room and they view it from multiple angles, so you get like familiar with it. And it yeah. was just like I never even thought of this. Like I never thought. Like it's just they make it seem so natural and just so like oh yeah, this is how this is how you should do a scene. It's like damn, I didn't even think about any of this. Like oh, I'm watching and now it's like I'm kind of trying to start paying attention more to how like people yeah. set up settings and scenes There's- movies. The thing that people don't realize is that, like, you know how everyone has a difficult way of defining art? Um, I usually define it personally as a visual language, like it's trying to convey an idea. And with film or animation, it's a – you're visually trying to tell a story through moving pictures and audio. And um, and as an educator, someone that's taught a couple of classes, the hardest thing to get students to think about is to really like comprehend everything that they're doing. And because a lot of times you just want to do what's cool. You know, I want to have fight scenes. I want to have, you know, like, mm-hmm. I want to copy completely Dragon Ball Z, uh, you know, stuff like that. But like uh, no one ever thinks about like the composition or colors or the fact yeah. that like almost every character ever is designed based off three different shapes, a circle, triangle or rectangle. And subconsciously, all three of those things mean different things. There's a lot to go goes into the stuff, and um, it, like uh, my rule of thumb is, if I can't explain why something's in there, take it out because it's yeah. a pointless filler. Or if yeah. you can't think of how it's gonna, I mean, there's so many. I don't know. There's so many reasons why you cut things out because there's times I'm like, you know, this is interesting, but it's too much of a side point, and the flow doesn't work, and I don't want that for this, you know. Or mm-hmm. you could just go. I don't know. It means this, but it's not emphasizing what I. It's gonna make people not think what they're, but what I want them to. The impression I want them to get from it, and there's just so many. I don't know. Film and movies and stuff is is a lot more complicated than uh, top ten lists and all that kind of stuff. Which is right. like, but the thing is, like, people like that stuff, and it's easier to take. Oh, you mean the Buzzfeed effect, where it's just like if you yeah. can make it something mindless and quick and doesn't yeah. like. Because comedy sketches and movies and actual stories, which is what I want, and I find myself scrolling through YouTube being like, I, there's no content for me here anymore. Yeah. Well, I, but, oh. but the BuzzFeed effect is interesting because even BuzzFeed has like lengthy articles now. Like they, they realize <laughs> they can't be BuzzFeed. But the funny thing is it's almost like everyone else hasn't gotten to – second generation BuzzFeed yet. They're still living off of the first BuzzFeed. And mm-hmm. I mean, BuzzFeed, I think, still makes lists, but they've written a bunch of really long articles that I've thought have been really great. And they have the money, clearly, to get that kind of talent. But it is interesting. I've noticed a lot of people are like, no, this is what sells. And it's like, yeah, but 
to really get people to spend more time with you is to give them a more intense argument because it's almost like why people like documentaries or any anything is like if they really pick something up from something you watch then they're going to be really they'll be like i want to go back there because that person's smarter i feel like i learned something or something like that but if they're like oh cool top 10 miyazaki films that's how i agree with that good for me i'm going to sleep now well it's kind of like that whole fast food theory or you know like you have the quick fast easy to produce videos that people really like to munch on popcorn videos but then you also have like uh, the really refined meals that people are actually longing for. They just don't know it yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're in a weird, I don't know, we're in a weird place because I feel like we're still in the top tens thing. But I think people are trying to learn how to expand it. And once we learn. Oh, sorry. What? Go ahead. I'll talk. Oh, no, because you can do a top ten and have interesting things in it. And people can go, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. But, like, if you're just going, like, hey, here's the thing. This is my favorite Transformers. I like Bumblebee because he transforms. Then I, I think people are getting a little sick of that because there's not as much rewatch value and things. Fuck I don't know. All At of least you. I'm going to still make top tids about what you assholes say to me. What? Fuck no, you. your top tids. You fucking your plaid. Tids. Shut I'm the fuck up. I like your top tids. <laughs> you just been read like to <laughs> Get your watch mojo ass out of here. <laughs> you, always do, you always do cool things in yours. Oh, okay, good. That's that's how I always felt. It's like when I watch yours, I'm like, uh-huh. oh, cool. It's top 10. It's like 14 minutes long, but there's like things in there. It's not like ten, you're not like 10, 10 goth girls I want to bone. Yeah, I would never then, do that. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pan did a video called Top 10 Goth Girls, and I'm never letting him live that down it's, because that, I that was, of it. That was funny. Why would I, I live that down? down? I embrace that. Oh, I'm going to release that. I'm going to do a top. I'm going to do a top 10 video called top 10 biggest mistakes of my life. Number two will be mommy's boys. And number one will be meeting pan. Oh. <laughs> wow. Really? About mommy boys doesn't get number one. Damn. Yeah. I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry, that's everybody. A, that's a real diss. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. Mommy's boys. Rest, yeah. rest in fucking piss. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so that went, that went a sharp turn. When I started the conversation about <laughs> literally Pan just going fucking ape shit autismo on us. Yeah. I, okay, go ahead. Oh, no, somebody going on somebody, so. somebody <laughs> draw Pan somebody draw Pan as a fucking ape. Anyway. Boink, boink. Maybe then they'll stop drawing me as a fucking ape in this Nolan Jetstream bullshit. I hate this fandom. Jeez. <laughs> Can I just be sitting there like I have no idea what's going on anymore? Yeah, yeah the Pizza Party podcast is fucking weird. We're sorry, but yeah, is, we, it's mommy and daddy fighting. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, who's the mommy and who's the daddy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, what? Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something, but I totally forgot it because we literally just exploded. But Blossom <laughs> is a poorly written character in the reboot. <laughs> what did you say? Did you not just say that? Look, look, she, I think so, she like she stopped, like she doesn't give a shit when huh? people are causing damage, but suddenly, very later, suddenly she does care now. Dude, this isn't gonna. It's not like a very in-depth show. It's a freaking cartoon. They're trying it's to have more developed characters. Like 
they're trying to yes more developed characters but it's the specific character of each episode yeah but yeah. in that episode it wasn't blossom blossom okay. was not the main character they're a team. No, okay. 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 wait can it i just can i please interject for a second can i please interject for a second Okay, so you argue that um, the character specific to the episode should be the one being developed. Right, Neros? Mm, Yes, I suppose. Okay, I have a counter-argument. So, say that Blossom was a main character in another episode and she got developed. Don't you think that her development should carry over into every other episode, even though she's a minor character in a different episode? Uh, I think that depends on what what was learned in the episode. For example, there was one where she was the main character, and it was you know the one where she gets her powers, mm-hmm. and that did carry over to the other episodes, like you say. But honestly, I don't really it doesn't really matter to me that much. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I don't know. Like, I mean, considering that they're a team, like, shouldn't Blossom speak out when there's some bullshit going on? Like, you know, Buttercup's just tripping some kids or uh, destroying the fucking cafeteria. I suppose, and I suppose you are correct, actually. But the thing is, and I have a feeling this is going to be a repeating phrase uh, for me. Is that's kind of ignorable. Okay, they're a fucking team. They should be. You know, she's the one. She's the one who's supposed to keep things. She's the leader, yo. Yeah. Like, like I said in like my second video, I saw her as more of a learning how to be the leader, and not exactly already leading, already being a great leader or anything. Okay, but at what I, that would imply I, I there's like hang on, hang on. I, that would imply there's character development. So why is there a sudden shift between not caring and now she does care? Like that's not character development. That's just the character being inconsistent. Do you remember a specific point in the show where Blossom is learning how to be a leader? Like where she said, wow, I never thought like this of this, like how to lead like this, you know? Like, is there ever. They need a leader. Wait, I'm the leader. They need my help. Oh, okay. Okay, that's fair was enough. Was that before uh, or after the. That was. I don't even know. I gotta check. I don't fucking know. But that doesn't even. If this correlate to the destruction. That was just like her saying, hey, I need to go rescue them in that uh, meat man sure. with their powers, with their, I don't fucking know, who gives a shit. The big thing here, if this, if this was a um, coming to be in a hero storyline for her, wouldn't it have been much more efficient if they actually made this a clear reboot with us learning the, the new, the, the villains as if they're all new characters to them? Yeah. Versus clearly having established history with them all? We talking about established history. Okay, here's what we mean. So, Powerpuff Girls, the original show, like, they didn't, they had um, all these characters and they all knew each other. And, like, it was established that they, um, how they met each other. Like, they met Fuzzy Lumpkins, they met the Gangrene Gang and stuff. Like, even in the movie, they have backstory. But here, in the reboot, um, this is also a problem with, like, Shallon Chronicles as well. Like, the show picks and chooses what it wants to carry over from the original show and what it wants to do away with and do something completely new. For example, Powerpuff Girls in the new show aren't in Pokey Oaks anymore. They're, they graduated from Pokey Oaks and went into, a, like, a middle school. No, no, that's not what happened, if I may correct. They destroyed Pokey Oaks. Oh, yes, okay. Exactly. okay. My and, that's, and by the way, that uh, scene, the flashback, was animated in the old style. Yeah. Very nice, if I might add. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So what? Like, what's this new school though? Is it like a middle? Is school? it still a kindergarten, or is it because there's like desks and everything? I think they're in first grade. 
Okay, yeah, so my point still stands that they sort of moved on. They grew up. Yeah. So it's like they have all this stuff, but then they also have like a ton of new elements added in. And it's like, uh, do you want to – are you carrying over or are you rebooting? And like I said, it's the same problem with Shaolin Chronicles. Like with Shaolin Chronicles, they were like, OK, so we have all this – we have some of the development from the old show except Raimundo's not the leader anymore. And we're also adding this character Ping Pong. And like Dojo is a completely different color palette now. Master Fun looks older, but he's it, it's it's just a mess. And what I'm saying is like – it doesn't it, – it has a problem where it doesn't know if it wants to completely do away. And that's something that can't really be ignored because it, it's it's distracting and like it confuses audiences, you know? Yeah. I would jump back here. What I meant was uh, say in the original Powerpuff Girls show, even though um, they didn't have like an origin episode for the girls themselves because the intro kind of did that already for them. Um, when they introduced a villain for the first time, their first appearance, the girls didn't know who they were. And we learned about them. Fuzzy Lumpkins lives alone and has a – I think he had a meat gun or something. Um, you know, him was, the, you know, Amiba first boys. introduced. Uh, the Meba boys, et cetera. Or they, I think they were already established, weren't they? They were just because they're really pathetic. That they're they well known for being strong, pathetic. And the Purple Girls just knew them. But yeah. in this new one, it's, it, it's not really like a – this is the first time they're meeting the characters. They already have established history with all of them. Except for these new ones, you know, Man Boy, for example, when they introduced Man Boy, uh, which I think Manchild would have been a better name personally. But like when they introduced him, he explains who he is. He introduces him because that's the first time any of us has ever seen him, not just the new audience, but yeah. the old audience as well. That's my issue with it. If they if they would have introduced all the characters for the first time and just acted like this was a full on well, reboot and cut ties. The, for the only thing, anyway, the only thing I'm going to say to that is, yes, I I think I do agree that introducing the villains in the new show, even if they're old villains, would have been nice. But the thing is, I don't think you have to do that. And they don't. And they do, like you said, introduce like Man Boy, and uh, there's also uh, those two sisters that were the Fashionista sisters. They also introduced that, but they didn't introduce like Pack Rat or him or pretty much the old characters. But the thing is, you know. I don't really mind that. That's okay. You know, if I want to learn more about that character, you know, just continue watching, see what they're like. But I would also argue that you, cause you said in your review of pan's review, which is review section, mind the way, um, you mentioned that they should not be comparing it to the original show at all. But in this exactly. situation, wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Cause I'm actually having a counter argument okay. towards it. Um, this is less of a reboot and this is more continuation of the original show. This is more like new who compared to dark classic doctor who it's a separate series, but it also seems to be kind of taking that old history and kind of running with it. Um, so in a way, since they didn't do a cutoff, it's reviewing these episodes. It's like reviewing it as if you're reviewing the whole show itself the whole franchise. So I think it is very fair to compare the old episodes to the new episodes, especially if they're retreading similar reoccurring treads in the Simpsons did it style. Mm-hmm. You know, Simpsons did it. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So yeah, yeah this reboot doesn't stand on its own. You kind of need to have prior knowledge e- from the original series. Well, no, think- no, no, you do not actually. Okay. The thing is, I think the only knowledge you really need to know, three girls, superpowers, city, monsters, the end. That's pretty much all the knowledge you need. Yeah. And 
I don't think you need to watch the old show to get that. You can just watch this new show. Yeah, but like when when they introduce Mojo, they introduce him as a joke, and you can't just open up this character with a punchline like that. You need to understand who this who this guy was, so you can laugh at the fact that he's in that position. But then, can't you understand what he was in later episodes when they do show being evil, and then go back to this one and be like, "Oh yeah, that what? Oh yeah, that's actually even more funny than I remember it." That's, it lessens the impact. Yeah, I don't think like, yeah. that's it's, it's, it's sort of it's sort of like it. Okay, here let me try. That's, that's giving the punchline first and giving the the setup later. Yeah, yeah. Let me try to explain Thank it from my perspective. Part. It's yeah. like you know when you have a puzzle in a video game. And it's like, God, I don't know how to solve this. And then you solve and you're like, oh, okay. It's not really like it's one of those puzzles where it's not satisfying in any way to to me. It's just like I get it now, but it wasn't that great. (laughs) So you're taking it as like a nonlinear storytelling, but it's clearly linear linear. Yeah, this isn't Pulp Fiction or anything. Imagine Powerpuff Girls Pulp Fiction, though. <laughs> I'm sure that would... Pro- but, like, when... Say what again? <laughs> when Steph- does she look like a bitch? <laughs> Come on, Mojo. Does she look like a bitch? <laughs> Have you not oh seen Pulp God. Fiction? No. Every hipster's watched Pulp Fiction. You should watch I, Pulp Fiction. I haven't seen Pulp Fiction. Oh, Pulp Fiction's really good. Anyway, anyway but when Steph brought up... The- Doctor Who, like that's a reboot that definitely is with you understand from the first episode that he is the the doctor after Sylvester McCoy. And it establishes all of that. Like they by this point, you don't even 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 need to say it like it's basically, yes, it's a different format, but it's in that universe. Like it's always being brought up. Whereas can I add that 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 Doctor Who has episodes that correlate to one another, that it's a continuing story. And yeah, that's it is what I'm not saying. Well, it's not a cartoon, so, but, but the, the Powerpuff Girls to. is trying to be a reboot, but not a reboot. Like, if you're going to be a full reboot, there should have been I an episode explaining I still don't understand what you mean by that. A reboot, all right, all right, but not let's a do this. It relies too let's much see. on you knowing the original. Yeah, it's oh, like... Oh, it, no, this is a soft reboot. Yeah. This isn't a hard reboot. Yeah. A hard reboot would be uh, this would be fresh. Everything's restarted. All the previous stuff we already know. They reintroduce it like we were wanting. A soft reboot is where it's a new show. It's separate from the original, but it's also picking and choosing what is still canon to the original show. Mm. And it might choose different things. Like a Force Awakens. Yeah, The Force Awakens. And I would also argue that Powerpuff Girls is not – you said it's a show that doesn't have stuff carrying over between episodes. But clearly they learned how to use their – the the Green Lantern power in one episode. It doesn't have to. It's selectively – uh, it's you know it's a serialized show. It, it's selectively choosing things. But so was the original. You know, after Blossom learned she has ice breath, she kept using ice breath throughout the whole show. You know, uh, so episodes don't like obviously every single little thing doesn't matter to where if they blow up, um, say like a random building, that building is not going to be like being rebuilt as the show goes on. But big key points, big fl- you know, it, it, it's really like Doctor Who. It's all wa- <laughs> wobbly, wimely, or whatever. I can't. But believe like Powerpuff Girls ripped off Doctor Who. <laughs> major plot points it's carry over. Missing the TARDIS. <laughs> Get in the TARDIS bubbles. <laughs> so, so the Doctor, we have the Professor. 
Well, Doctor Who can be selective about what it uses because of his. Oh, it does. Yeah, because of his memory (laughs) issue. You know, it really does because of his memory issues. And they change things like he was only supposed to regenerate a certain amount of times. And they've erased that because I think the show would be over soon, and they're not doing that shit. So they they made a thing to where he got uh, another regeneration cycle. Yeah, I'm just wait, I'm just waiting for them to do a completely hard reboot where they just get rid of the 50 year history because that would be ballsy as hell. <laughs> I don't I don't think they would because there's so much money and people in selling that whole show to like Netflix and stuff that they would. Well, maybe they could and still because Star Trek still sells so. Actually, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea, Nolan. I like that idea. Good Good job, Nolan. Thanks, Nolan. Good job. I solved Doctor Who, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And it can come, it can start as a woman, a black woman. So we solved all the problems. All the problems solved. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Nolan. Pizza Party Podcast rewrites Doctor Who, but good. Okay. (laughs) Um, Goodbye, everybody. I'm going. (laughs) Play us out, Emily. Oh, boy. (laughs) Now's my time to shine. No, fuck off. (laughs) The Powerpuff Girls, Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup. Powerpuff Girls Sea Watches. The Powerpuff time is 3 p.m. Yes, ma'am. What? We'll be right there. Girls, move out. The Powerpuff Girls, cleaning up criminals Powerpuff style. Mojo, you creep. I gotta go save people and stuff. We got work. We can handle that. Animated Powerpuff Girl Sea Watches for the girl on the moon. Each sold separately. <laughs> what were we saying? Um, I don't even know. I think we just kind of went off tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Again. No, we, we were on the conversation and then Nolan came in. Well, yeah, that, that isn't that basically what I do, though? Isn't that my shtick? Yeah, that is, that is your role in this show. Yes. I love you, Nolan. Oh, baby. So, all right, questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to start with the word question so it's easier to find in the YouTube comments of this podcast. So, our first question is, high-risk unicorn question. What are your guys' favorite educational cartoon? Mine is Animaniacs. Taught me all the states and the presidents, and I'm not even American. I I used to watch um, Hysteria every day with my brother. Does anyone remember that? That I do. Yeah, that was like WB's attempt to, like, recreate the Animaniacs or something. Yeah, it was was kind of fun, but it was just the the versions of history they would choose to, to do stuff on was always weird. Like, they did one on the president president taft and they made his a, a parody of of the of the song shaft but about taft i thought that was really inspired they're like taft he's like who's the first president to, to ride in a, it, who's the first president to ride in an automobile taft it was like stuff, it was like stuff like that i always liked hysteria but I, i've tried to rewatch it and it wasn't as good yeah. now so I think it was good watching before you went to school and be like, wow, learning's fun. And then you get to school and you're like, fuck learning. Yeah, I mean, like, not a lot of people, I've heard about Hysteria, but no one ever talks about it. Like, no one looks back on it fondly like they do Animaniacs or Freakazoid. Yeah. Hmm. But other educational cartoons? I really liked uh, the Magic School Bus. Oh, yeah. Well, who really didn't? I mean, like, yeah. I was always concerned, like, what sort of, uh, what sort of permission slips would a Miss Frizzle have to, like, assign to the parents, like, telling them, hey, we're gonna go to Dinosaur Times, uh, if, uh, if one of the kids gets eaten, we're not responsible. <laughs> okay, kids, uh, we're gonna all shrink down, go inside your little friend's body. 
and you can all just mess around in there. Yeah, let's uh, pull apart these veins over here. What? Hey, Miss Frizzle, what's this? I believe that's a tumor. Uh-oh. <laughs> Please let this be a normal hospital. <laughs> No, no, I, I really wanted to be like, oh, Miss Frizzle, what's that? And is it, it's the cancer, but like she just like tur- starts taking the bus back. Like, don't, don't look, just, just go. Oh no, come, come oh, Ralphie's Miss Frizzle, uh, I gotta use the bathroom. Oh, uh, just go anywhere. Go inside his colon. Yeah, it'll go to the same place. Yeah, <laughs> go inside his kidneys. It'll just you. Oh. It'll just steal itself out. Mm-hmm. He, but yeah, minus Teen Titans Go because it taught me how not to reboot. <laughs> <laughs> that's not I don't think that counts that should not count just because it ironically taught you something I believe anything that you learn is um educational yeah you learn well, something new every day you know, I actually learned how to tread water oh you're cutting out uh... do you want me to here let me let me hang up and pull back okay 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 so now we wait for Jim. Mm-hmm. We lost our moral center we lost the uh, only thing that made I... this we only lost the only thing that made this show good don't worry, guys. I got you all covered. Oh. I will be Jim now. Okay, Nero says Jim now. Everybody, yay! Put in, put in, put, in some, <laughs> put in some claps here. Put in just like a few, yeah, a few scattered claps. That's not enough clapping. Oh, okay. That's all you deserve. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> Jim. Hey, hey! Don't talk to Jim oh. 2.0. Uh-oh. Yeah, like that. don't talk shit about Jim 2.0. What the fuck? God, the old Jim's calling back. Hello. Oh. Oh, I'm hosting. Hang up, Hang How'd up, I everybody. do that? What the? What the? What the? Oh, no. This is a Skype. This is a Skype glitch. What's it happens. On? It's happened to me I'm before. Really oh, we've entered another void. We, we, <laughs> basically, what happened? Basically, what happened? What happened everybody to seven? Heard, oh, I'm so um, confused. Who's right listening? All right. So back to the question. Um, we already answered that. Oh, fine. Well, I was gonna say Liberty Kids for this one scene where this kid is saying Black Dick. There's this pirate, I forget what his name is, but they call him Black Dick. There's nothing seditious about an intelligent woman wanting to keep well informed. That's for Black Dick to decide. Black Dick? That's what the sailors call Admiral Howe. Give us Black Dick and we fear nothing. But why do they call him Black Dick? Perhaps he has a dark temperament. Wait, does this mean like cartoons like Sailor Moon or Sonic the Hedgehog get to be educational because they have little segments? Yes. I guess so. Sonic taught me not to be touched by adults. (laughs) Sonic also taught me not to go into a fucking dryer. (laughs) I (laughs) love reading. See, I I learned... I did learn from those G.I. Joe things, not to, how to tread water. That's what I learned. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you, that's where you cut off. Oh, yeah. You... <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that's I did. So when those ironic ones came out later, I was like, don't make fun of those. I learned stuff from those guys. Jeez. Kid, <laughs> stop all the downloading <laughs> on the computer. But like I, I watched all those like. In the first version, and then I had to I rewatched them later. But at first, I was a little hurt because I was like, "I learned stuff from those you guys." Jeez, Whoa. those PSAs were great. The more you know, or wait, was it uh, learning is half the battle? Learning is half the battle. I I didn't know those GI Joe things. I thought they were Transformers things. <laughs> I saw them on the Transformers. Mm-hmm. And, I think Transformers too, right? But like, it, it was great. There was like one where like Bumblebee's just or someone's like, "I'm gonna run away because my parents are mean." You'll show how mean you can be. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'll stay. You'll you'll. you'll You'll see how mean the world is once you're forced to work in the sex trade for the rest oh. of your life. Oh, 
What? That's probably what was going to happen in the 80s, guys. Hey, hey, Neuros, doesn't the Powerpuff Girls count as like a, a an educational or a morally upright cartoon? Uh, I was going to add, actually, um, on, on the subject of cartoons that were educational, there was an episode of the Powerpuff Girls that taught me division when I was like in third grade. The original show? The one you don't like? Yeah, it was called... Hey, I like the, the original show just... It's just okay. The original show wasn't all that great. It wasn't all that great. It's just okay. Better than the new one. Oh. Uh, not really. Yeah, it is. It educated you, I son. I mean it actually that, stands on its own. And I mean that by I do not know if it's better. Okay. This original so far is good. I just think they're the same. And it, what I was trying to get at is Divide and Conquer is the name of the episode. With the Amoeba Boys, they just uh, talk about math, multiplication, addition. And like I said, it taught me what the heck division was. Yeah, too bad you need to watch the original show to understand the new one. Not really. Yeah. Hey, wasn't the... So, yeah, morals in the the new Powerpuff Girls. Didn't you say that you're not allowed to judge it because it has morals? I, I don't remember saying that. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, you said, like, it's not hard. Well, I said anyone. you can't judge the moral that yeah. they're teaching. Yeah, I can, okay. can't say it's not... Like, it's not a good moral for I, I can judge it. <laughs> I can judge it on how half-assed it was put in there. <laughs> well, Pan, you're so salty. <laughs> He's killed you twice. Remember, you yeah, might not watch your remember, mouth. Remember, back he, for revenge. Want to go technical? I didn't kill you. It was it was Zeros. Isn't that Zeros, you? You killed him the first time, and then Zeros killed him. Oh, why do people? In fact, I'm glad you brought Who's that up. Why do one? so many people think that? The thing was, in the first video, it was still not me. If you notice, the sleeve for one was a different color. Are I, you I, serious? Wait, I'm I'm sorry, but like like it does look like you because you're yeah. watching you talk. Yeah, the time, I, to be honest, that's probably yeah, that's kind of my fault because I didn't put as much effort into that scene as I should have. Well, I mean, see, you like the say, new show, you need to take more time to establish the characters. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Unless it's a cartoon. Oh, yeah. oh, so cartoons have to just like not give a shit and just say fuck it, let's not do basic story structure. <laughs> what? Yep. We're getting- I was responding to the fact of the whole getting to know the characters thing. You should be able to do that with any episode and not just one specific you, you need one episode <laughs> that explains who they are. Yeah. Too bad they didn't do that. And with Mojo. Uh, I think they did do that. When, when did Mojo, Mojo do anything that's really villainous for that for the girly thing to actually, you know, take an effect, you know, where you're just like, wow, this he guy was going to kill him with a pizza. A pizza. Oh, oh, wow. A pizza. That's yeah. really yes. threatening. The, the, the problem with that is for that joke to fully set up correctly, that you have to see him triumph at least once. Uh, the the pizza set up to where he's about to attack and then he loses immediately. Uh, it, it's the, now he's the Amoeba boys. He's no longer a serious threat to them. What? But like, uh, it, it, okay. So the he's so far we've only seen him attempt to attack them and not even get that far. Yeah. He uh, really, versus, go ahead. He's not even a threat anymore. He hasn't done anything worth a shit, you know. He fucking sucks. So far. He's weaker okay, than my dick. I don't think he sucked, just... Eh. I'd say he sucked, yeah. but that would be a good thing, because then that would mean he would suck my dick, and I, that's what I want, but he didn't, so no. Oh, you a want little, a monkey sucking? Little... You want, you want, yeah, I agree with Nero. you want a monkey Jeez. Yeah. Okay. You want me to suck this dick, this dick that is erect, this erect dick that is... Lo- <laughs> okay, okay, Pam. <laughs> All right. No.
Next question. Yeah, but I just like to say that uh, Liberty Kids on PBS, it had a rap theme song and it was fucking awful. Joshua Owen, question. Did you guys ever have a favorite toy that you would take everywhere? I don't know. I grew up with a Game Boy, so it doesn't really count as a toy, but I carried that everywhere. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. I, I only had, like, um, Tetris, the Zelda game, and also this god-awful rocking Bullwinkle game, and it's the worst. But there was one. I carried this Donatello, like, all four of my Ninja Turtles everywhere, and I left my Donatello at a friend's house. So for, like, a month... Uh, I had this ongoing story when I played Ninja Turtles that like Donatello had been kidnapped by Shredder and I had like all this continuity and then I remember my mom was like why are you playing with Ninja Turtles and I was like it's like the story's just I need Donatello back mom I can't keep doing this it's gone on way too long and then she's like okay we'll have him over tomorrow Jesus <laughs> you, had a, you had your own continuity she's probably like I was, I was like, this kind. Of, I can't. As a writer, I can't keep doing this, Mom. I mean, you're just like, this is for ratings, and I get it. It sweeps week, and she was like, "What? Just you're Shut going up. back to therapy. I don't care." Shut up, Jim. <laughs> that's probably what she's probably like. Shut up and like go away. Watch TV. Oh man. So any of the other toys? Uh, I had Silver Bolt from Beast Wars. I carried around. Okay, your turn. Oh. Um, I used to carry around a lot of Spider-Man toys. Like, it, it wouldn't be a singular toy, but it was always Spider-Man. Because, I mean, why would it not be Spider-Man? But, um, yeah, I remember at one time it was we went to Bay Beach in Green Bay or somewhere in Wisconsin. And I left this huge Spider-Man figure in the car. And, like, it was a really hot summer day. So when I came back, it almost melted. <laughs> and I was like, dang. It was still it was it still worked fine, but it, it, like the head was really squishy. Uh, this reminds me, like when the the movie Pokemon Three came out, the one with Entei, the the legendary dog Pokemon. They gave out uh, cards for anyone who saw the movie, and uh, I remember I went to school, and I don't know, I loaned someone Entei for some stupid reason, the card, and they never gave it back to me, and I was like, what the fuck? So no shit. <laughs> so while. Uh, while I was in PE, I told some yeah. coach who doesn't really give a shit. I told him, "Hey, this ki- I gave this kid this card, this Pokemon card, and he wouldn't give it back to me." And then all the coach said is, "Well, why'd you give it to him in the first place?" Bitch. That doesn't help. Thanks for nothing. That, yeah, well, it was hey, a life hey, lesson. You learned not hey, to give when, people shit. Like when adults, you try to like tell them something, and go, "I don't know, that's stupid. Leave me alone." And you're like. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah. Adult, like, I just, I really need some guidance just then, uh, but you. I guess I'll not trust you anymore. Thanks. Jesus. Thanks for letting me down, authority. I want to, like, throw on there is I let a friend borrow my Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy Kong's Quest <laughs> uh, once, and then they moved away. Uh-oh. And I oh. never saw it again. Wait, did I... Oh, Which is the so worst because that's the good one on the trilogy. Like, they're all good, but that one's the best one. Lizzie, the assaholic bitch who has an icon of a character I drew, my Milky Mint character. 
Yeah. So question, if you could take one character from a property and put it in another property, what would you do? Like a studio brought the bought the rights to a single character and put it in another cartoon for no reason. I'd actually like Deadpool to come to the MCU, but not the rest of the X-Men. I agree. He's more like a Marvel Studios character and the X-Men are more like their own thing. I think he would fit better with yeah. that whole thing. No, if they do bring Deadpool over uh be sure to bring Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always wanted to see Static Shock in the Teen Titans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did allude to it one time in an episode of Static Shock. Like, a Static goes to uh, to Wayne Manor and he asks Bruce Wayne, like, hey, where's Robin? And uh, Bruce just says, he's with the Titans. The who? You'll find out someday. And he never did. Wow. Yeah. At least put him in Teen Titans Go. No, no, don't put him in Teen Titans yes. Go. It would ruin him. Look, we're already this deep into Teen Titans Go. It can't get any worse, so, you know. Is there not or static wrestlers into it? Don't, no. don't tempt them, Pan. Yes. No, Neros, listen, listen. If you're going to be the worst, you better be the fucking worst. <laughs> what? That's, 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 the, that's the proverb I live by every day, yeah, and by God, has, has it gotten far? I've ever heard. I understand the joke, like, but how how can you like being worse? No, look, 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 look. I mean, if you're just mediocre, who cares? Like, it's not, it's just there. It's just, you know, it's just there. But if you're like the worst. Hitler knew if he wanted to be recognized in the world, he had to kill six million Jews. I mean, that's why the room is successful. <laughs> like. Everyone knows the room and how shitty it is, but if if we're talking about like a an okay movie like Birdemic, I guess so. Birdemic. Well, we we need something just mediocre like, uh, you know, the Wolverine, X Men, the Wolverine. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, no I one talks no, about no, that. No, 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 no. I think the fact that you can't think of a movie is a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. It's just okay. But if you're terrible. Then people will remember you, even if yeah. you are remembered yeah. terribly. So infamy. I can't be the best, therefore I shall live in infamy. Or Yo Yogi. <laughs> hey, at least the green bear is hot in that show. <laughs> not in a gay way, of course. You know, I'm not gonna fuck the bear or anything, but you know, she's hot. But anyway, going back to that question, uh, Craig McCracken, the creator of Powerpuff Girls, he was talking about how he wanted to have an episode where um the Joker from the DC animated universe came into Townsville and the mayor was excited to have a celebrity villain in town and allowed him to do whatever while the Powerpuff Girls try to stop him. But um, that never that episode never got through. They didn't. The studios didn't want that to happen. Why? I don't know. That's kind of out of the ordinary, if you ask me. That would that's that's exactly why I wanted to happen, though. Yeah. Like, don't you? Wouldn't you want something super crazy to happen as just a one-off? Like, well, we'll never do this again. Like Uncle Grandpa in Steven Universe. Fuck it, just do yeah. it. Yeah. Let's have a st- have a problem solvers episode of Steven Universe. Let's not. <laughs> no, no. Oh my god, I would it, love it. Better please. not be. It better not be problem solver style. Yeah. No. They oh my sp- god. No. I totally forgot that you, Stev, like as an actual animator, are probably fucking offended by problem solvers. Oh god, don't. Or you could do the ultimate show that only I would watch, which is cross twelve ounce mouse over with problem solvers. They would just, that would be amazing. Like, remember, remember when uh, um, the Ultimate Spider-Man show crossed over with the live-action Disney sitcom, Jesse? Awesome. <laughs> I mean, they need to cross over all the shitty cartoons nobody likes on Cartoon Network, like bring back, well, the, the forgotten ones, like Robot Jones. Mike Lunard. Time okay, Squad. Okay. Well, let's step back here. Time Squad was good. Remember that crossovers on Cartoon Network used to happen all the time. Yeah. 
even in Powerpuff Girls, wasn't there an episode where like he, they met the Justice Friends? Oh, that was a commercial. Oh yeah. Was it a commercial? I yeah. thought there was a whole episode. No, that was a commercial Justice, only. There was the Justice oh. League and there was the Justice Friends. Oh, oh well, the Justice Friends from Dexter's Lab. I get confused. But yeah, Justice uh, the the it, actual the, the league the league of like Super Friends, the League of Super Friends, the old '60s cartoon where it was like pre Justice League. Yeah, the uh, yeah. when they met actual Wonder Woman, that was just a commercial, but. That that team from uh, Dexter's Lab, they did meet that for a full episode. Oh, okay, okay. Well, there that, that's also a crossover right there, just to throw that out there. Yeah, there was uh, the Grim Adventures of Kids Next Door, and... Uh... Well, no, no, actually, it wasn't good. <laughs> I, I had nostalgia glasses. Fucking all the kids next door were like, Dude, Mandy's number one. And it's just like, how? Mandy's the best. Remember when Ben 10 crossovered with Naruto? Kind of. What? 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 Uh, in the Christmas terrible. episode, in the Christmas oh. episode oh, of yeah. uh, Ben 10, they, they had uh, Naruto kids in it those, randomly. The, the, I, what were those kids' names? I don't know. The ones who idolized Naruto in the first series. Those three kids. I don't know. They made a cameo in Ben 10 for some reason, and it's just there. And I thought that was like, why is that there? It's just a cameo for the sake of being a cameo. Remember or the Loud House? Did you see the the, oh, the yeah. screenshot of like uh, they're in a retirement home and every old person is an old person from a Nickelodeon's cartoon? Yeah, like Miss Bitters from Invader Zim, uh, the the grandpa from Rugrats, uh, the grandpa from all, all, uh, Hey Arnold, Miss Fowl from uh, uh, Jimmy, Neutron. Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, Loud House is great. I have to check that out. Yeah, it's it looks good, but um, it, visually it's really cool. And I've had this idea for a while. It's Steven from Steven Universe, throw him or throw these other characters from Bring Up, Megas XOR. They bring that into Steven Universe or vice versa. I just think there would be so much comedy. Because, like, Steven, Steven, like, cries. He's like, uh, robots aren't meant to fight. And I just think of Coop going to just beating up a building or something with the DMV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me... This is just um, this is just me being me, of course. Take another shot, everybody. But uh, Sly Cooper crossing over into Sonic Boom just for laughs, oh. for the giggles. Oh. That would be a great visual. Like, hey, uh, Jim, when you're not talking, can you like mute your mic since uh, like, oh, you're okay. in the rain? Sorry. That reminds me, like, there was this TV show uh, I forget, in the '90s. It was called Power Force. I, I forget what it was called, but it was just like a game show with video games, and they had segments where they crossed over a bunch of these characters. And they were, like, characters nobody gave a shit about, like, Narc from the video game Narc, uh, some Red Tomato, uh, some racing game. I don't even, I don't remember what it was called, but... Anyway. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I, 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 I just remember, like, the, the uh, CR did an episode on it. Let's see, Narc. Um, CR, Familiar Faces on yeah. Channel Awesome. Yeah. And uh, he did, like, because you could only find one episode online of it, so that's what he talked about. Oh, yeah, the Power Team. Just, that's what it was called, the Power Team. Who were these characters? Uh, someone. Oh yeah, they had like some NBA All Star in there for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> the the truck Bigfoot. It was like, who gave a shit about these characters? This is the poor man's Captain N, which already po- Captain N is the poor man's version of itself. I I like Captain N. Captain N has cheese factor to it, which helps. Yeah, I, I love all. I love all those god awful '80s uh, cartoons based on video games. I, mean, I, I actually watched Captain M when it was on. I liked them when I was a kid, but they weren't like you can't watch them now. Like no. Zelda, I used to be excited. Like every Friday, I get a Zelda cartoon. Yeah, and then now when I watch it, I'm like, I did not think about. Excuse me, princess. Like, 
this is not the Zelda that we wanted. Every Friday, like me and all my friends in uh, nursery school would be like, oh, shit, it's Friday. We're going to watch Zelda when we get home. Like everyone was so pumped. Like it was like a special treat. But like I can't even sit through a whole episode now. It's like the worst. I mean, I don't think kids today could ever want to watch that because it looks so different from the Zelda we're now accustomed to. That When I saw it like mid-2000s, I was like, what the fuck is this? Why why is uh, Bowser all green? It just looks so jarring to me. I got a crossover. I know what I want. Huh. I want um, I want a crossover. It's a three a three way one. I want a Ben Ten Transformers animated and Mystery Incorporated crossover. If I can only choose one character, I want the Mystery Machine to be a Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all the Derek J. Wyatt animated shows. Yes. <laughs> I guess that would work. So they're in the same style. Oh, but that reminds me. Like uh, Lilo and Stitch, for some reason, had several episodes where um, characters from other Disney cartoons would. Uh, show up like for an episode like american dragon the recess kids kim possible their art styles did not change so it looked very jarring that they were together like this Mm -hmm. and it's weird because like recess was already canceled for a long time after uh lilo and stitch premiered it was so random yeah uh like like jake long made sense Mm -hmm. uh the proud family was kind of over as well so that was kind of weird um, but Jake Long made sense. Um, what was the other ones? Recess didn't make sense. There was one that Impossible. did. Oh, oh. Kim Possible. That I think that was also canceled it's, by the time that Why aired. would Recess show up? Like Their explanation for Recess showing up as a group is that their school had a field trip to fucking Hawaii. That is bullshit. <laughs> best, best school ever. Bull fucking shit. They would not afford to go to Hawaii. I, I, I beg to differ. Um, my school um, went on a vacation to uh, the Himalayas. What the fuck? Sick. Privilege as fuck over here. Holy it was our it was our um, eighth grade uh, graduation um, trip. Damn. Was there like a fundraiser or how'd they get the money? Um, they said something about uh, not being able to legally discuss it. But <laughs> okay. You yeah. guys were uh, you guys didn't know this, but you were drug traders. You just you, you snuggled stuff in. You didn't even know it. Um. I do remember like a lot of hazy things, but yeah, no. I'm a little uh, concerned right was, now. It was a fun trip. My butt hurt when it was done, but it was it was fine. But that was for a whole different reason. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So crossover. Yeah. Hmm, but uh, oh, we have a question that's kind of related. The Fox Persona question. Hey, do you? Do you guys remember Fusion Fall? It was a browser-based MMO for Cartoon Network Universe, and they had revisions on a lot of characters. So basically, yeah, this was like World of Warcraft, but with Cartoon Network characters, and um, they were all redesigned to look anime-ish. Fun fact, they were going to have Bleed Man do it, but he declined. Bleed Man, who you all know as the guy who made the webcomic Powerpuff Girls... uh, Dojinji. Dojinji. I was going to say Z, but no. And also Grim Tales from Down Below, where there's Incest 9-11 and many other things. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, canonically, um, in this webcomic, uh, Mandy causes 9-11. Mandy from yes. Billy and Mandy. Wait, really? In this webcomic, yes. Oh, um, yeah. But this this webcomic... I mainly, uh, yeah, I mainly read Sugar Bits. Yeah, I, I haven't read Sugar Bits. I read Grim Tales and uh, Powerpuff Girls Dojinji, and I dropped it like years ago. <laughs> so, but it, um, 
I thought Powerpuff Girls Dojinji was okay to a certain point. Like people are like, ooh, panty shots. And I'm like, I don't care. But uh, yeah. it was it was okay for a, a crossover comic. I like I like I like Blade Man's art style. Like some people don't, and I get it, but I do. Mm. I mean, but Grim Tales Grim Tales was a fucking trip. Like holy shit! Like I it, it was it was probably one of the biggest crack picks I've ever fucking read. It was ridiculous, and it just did not hold up. And like I I implore you all to read it. Like it's so fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if you can stomach all the uh, underage girls and stuff that they're trying to sexualize in this comic, and all the edgy. So basically, surely, if you've seen like, it, if you've seen an anime, you'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, but Fusion Fall was an MMO, and did anyone actually play this game? Um, I I, I attempted to. I did too. My computer could run it okay, but it was it was. Uh, I did not like it, the MMO structure at all. I would have much preferred a console game. Yeah, maybe if they brought it back now, it would be free to play on on some console. They had a they made it free to play, oh, yeah. eventually. But um, yeah, they dropped the servers like years ago, and uh, then they had a sequel to it, which was like some kind of MOBA shit, oh. and then that dropped too. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is that like um, when Fusion Fox shut down, they said this game is over, but the the adventure continues on Fusion Fall Heroes. And it's a completely separate game and doesn't play anything like the original. And it's just this cheap downgrade MOBA game. There was even a manga and I have it saved on my computer. Oh my God. Um, I can, I think I can pull it up right now and like um, give, if you have it, I can put it up on my Dropbox or something. But Fusion Fall, like all the re- they redesigned all the characters to look anime-ish and some of them translate better than others into anime like they they were originally going to have Camp Laszlo be um anime but like they they I think the guy designing it was just like I can't fucking do it guys cuz Camp Kidney is in the, is in the game but the characters aren't no like if you look up like Jake the dog in Fusion Fall he looks terrifying same with like the Eds they were not meant to be in be anime characters I don't know, but at least... How do you think Danny Antonucci feels about that? <laughs> oh, my God. He was God. probably like, you motherfuckers. Oh, my God. There was, <laughs> I made a post on Tumblr just saying, what if they made a, a, sh- a reboot of um, Ed, Ed, Eddie? Hang on, let me find that post, because he actually responded to it. I made this post. I'll link it below, but it says, Ed, Ed, and Eddie reboot ideas. No wobbly outlines. The neighborhood kids are friends with the Eds. Episodes where they learn morals and give their money to charity. <laughs> An episode where they get famous off their Let's Play channel. We see their parents every episode. Canker sisters get ridden out of the show. Smartphones. Realistic down-to-earth sound effects. Plank makes facial expressions. <laughs> the last one. The last one's right. And um, someone screen-capped it and sent it to Danny Antonucci on his uh, Facebook. And he simply wrote, What a load of shit. Get a life. <laughs> So he's, I don't think he's hes very fond of my ideas for a reboot, which I did as a joke. Yeah, but Danny Antonucci, please let me interview you somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someday. Yeah, so that was a mistake. I'd like to meet him one day. Yeah. I'd, I'd, um, I'd like to meet a lot of people. Like, uh, I hope AX has a, some good guests or something. I'm going to AX, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's in it's in the Los Angeles Convention Center that holds uh, E3. It's from J- um, July 1st to the 4th. Yeah. Come meet. Be sure to somehow 
find out who uh, Nolan looks like and meet him there. I post on my Tumblr. I post selfies on my Tumblr every day. I guess you should wear that uh, pill shirt so they'll know. I do. I got bleach on it, Uh which sucks. You want me to buy you a new one? Oh, that's nice of you. Sure. Maybe. um, Maybe. I, I was thinking of actually making my um, making the shirt, but it's not sim- simplified. Mm-hmm. So people can, so people oh, be like, what the fuck the are you wearing? Version. Like, yeah, the authentic version. I'm like, wouldn't you like to know, fucker? Like it'll be like um, in uh, Last Airbender. Like now, like it's not just an arrow. It's all these squiggles on top of Aang's head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way more detail. <laughs> I thought about um, if I ever end up releasing my webcomic stuff, making like because uh, obviously I'll do something stylized, but also showing what a realistic version would be for if there was ever a chance someone wanted to cosplay it. They always have that reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not saying that someone would ever want to cosplay one of my characters, but like that 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 was something like I wish more creators would do because I would help out. Um, just because when you bring something into live action, you have to add a little bit more detail because just solid colors doesn't always quite work mm-hmm. this is not how the real world is we'll end on this question by finish finish says question what's your favorite monster from a game or a movie or a show my favorite monster is from the is from a game is kaka demon from doom well, my my favorite monster is the one in the monster the monster trucks trailer <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, if that movie doesn't suck otherwise we're gonna look back on this podcast with regret that's true. Well, I refuse. Oh, uh, I don't know. Probably like Godzilla, but that's too general. Yeah. Like more specific, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's hard. Hmm. Uh, well, for a recent one, I talked about this before, but the uh, the monsters from Attack the Block they're they're so simple but so recognizable. Yeah, that's that was one of the best creature designs because most creature designs now look like the Independence Day aliens, and like I like in attack the block it's like you're looking at a comic book like they're just like a black void mm-hmm. with that has fur on it somehow and these blue teeth yeah and it was really effective like people i remember watching it with someone on tv and they're like is something wrong with your tv like why do they look so black mm-hmm. i go no that's the villain and they're like whoa <laughs> it's just so striking like it's like it's really i like attack the block's a great movie how much blacker can it get and the answer is none no <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite monsters is from uh, the Symbionic Titan episode where a lot. Shut the fuck up! That was Pan drinking. <laughs> oh, that was um yeah the monster. If the monster that they defeat it has like an exposed chest cavity and an exposed brain, and it like it has like a, a venom that transforms like whoever it stains into a. The monster itself, and it looks so fucking cool. Any other monsters? Tony uh, Tony Chopper. <laughs> That's not. I don't know. I wouldn't call Tony Tony Chopper a monster. There's an entire arc about it. Oh, okay. He's really cute. Ten out of ten. He, wood rap. Yes. Well, his whole thing is that he considers himself a monster because everyone else did, and he thought he couldn't have friends. I mean, this this is kind of the plot of Tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows. Oh, I haven't is seen it? Is it? Don't tell me anything. I want to see the movie. Yeah, I want to see oh, it okay, too. Sorry. It looks like a bunch of fan pandering stuff, and I just it looks like fun. Stupid. I know. I'm excited. It's not. It's yeah. it's it's not. It's not good. Oh, it's, it's I mean, not it's not better. Good. It's better than the last Krang. one. But it's not. It's not like good. Damn it, Jim. I'm I was legitly excited about the movie. Sorry, I'm not like. I'm, 
What? I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I kind of know what I'm expecting when I go in into this movie, so... I mean, it's it's more kid-friendly, and it's more based on... I mean, it's really based on the 80s cartoon, so it's kind of more... I don't know. Maybe you'll like it. It's not... It's, it is better than the last one, but I don't like this franchise, this newer franchise, so I'm a Secret of the Ooze kid. <laughs> well, Secret of the Ooze is the best Ninja Turtle movie. Really? Yes. You don't like the first, the first, the very first? The first one's too serious and like, damn! Did you you read the, did you read the Eastman and Laird comic or no? I'm aware of them. Like I, 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 (laughs) that's a really funny way to say it. I'm aware of them. I'm aware. I've read the very first issue, but I haven't read through all of them. So like, I I know it's supposed to be darker and such, but like, uh, for me, uh, I guess maybe saying uh, the first one's probably better as a story. But I think the second one's more fun to watch and something I could put on more often than the first one. Okay. No, I actually um, – I read a bunch of the old comics and that kind of reinvigorated my love of the first movie because I like – the comics are really well done, the Eastman and Laird stuff. It's like no wonder people were freaking out because it's kind of crappy but it's really like um, – really captures your attention some of those panels and i think people were just like whoa what the hell is this this is so weird you know because it's like it is kind of a weird like the whole title of it teenage mutant ninja turtles it sounds like a joke but it's like a real it's an odd you know it's a cool property well it's supposed to be a joke no i know but like that's that's what made it so cool is like i don't think there was that kind of that kind of a parody in comics at the time and then it just took off and became this phenomenon and they were like Eastman and Laird got to be uber rich because of it I feel Jimmy Carter is history's greatest monster ha what (laughs) I think my favorite greatest monster is myself but ow that you you better slow down man that's really edgy (laughs) (laughs) the greatest monster is my mom fucking ugh my mom wouldn't let me eat dessert before dinner, the bitch! Just because I spelled it like a desert. It's like, you know what I mean, mom. I don't need to spell Twitter. Neuros, what's your favorite monster? I'm not entirely sure about the, uh, the, the topic. Like, an actual monster? Like, can it be cute, or does it, does it have to be, like, some vicious thing that'll tear not you apart? Just, just so long as it's not humanoid, not like a human, basically. It, it, anything could be a monster. Uh, like, I'm saying that what comes to my mind, yeah, sure, pan pizza. Uh-oh. No, like, Godzilla, Godzilla creatures is really what I'm thinking of, like, Ghidorah, Gamera, Orga, uh, Muto. Mm-hmm. Um... Let's see, Gigan. Uh, yeah. I don't watch that much Godzilla. No one does. Yeah, I think Godzilla at this point is just people are like, Godzilla was so cool. And it's like, have you seen any of it? No. I think there's a new movie coming out in Japan. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. by Hideki Anno, who does uh, Evangelion, yeah. and by the guy who found, co founded Gainax, too. So I'm sure it'll be better than a crappy ass Godzilla reboot that we had a few years ago. The one with Brian Cranston. That's in a sequel, too. So. Uh, I mean, the first hour of that movie was fucking boring, but the, the second half, that's when I actually started to care about that movie. That movie's yeah. like. 
when I rewatched it, I was falling asleep, but I do think that movie's strange because the last fight that you've been waiting for to see Godzilla like kick some ass, mm-hmm. like that last fight, you're so pent up, it's like amazing. But like it's like, yeah, that's a cool experiment, but you just like sacrifice the whole movie for this one fight. I don't know if that's good filmmaking. No. It's more like it's it's just like that's interesting, but I don't. I prefer if you see that guy's first movie, Monsters. That's actually good, but like uh, Godzilla, I don't know. The first half of the movie's garbage. So is that all for the podcast? Yep. Neuros, do you have any upcoming videos? Uh, yeah. Um, I can tell you who I'm going to critique, uh-huh. I suppose. Mm-hmm. At least what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, John Tron. There's well, what's the next one? AVGN. The closest to being completed. No, the next one is going to be Pie Guy Rules. What the? What do you do to you? <laughs> Pie Guy Rules. I just disagree with a certain video he put out. That does not have anything to do with Powerpuff okay, Girls. Okay, what's the video then? It's it's a surprise. Oh, and for me, the next video is going to be top five current cartoons. That or maybe the Shrek video game review of, on the original Xbox. Who knows? Wait, I have a Duckman review I got to do for the Patreon. I don't know. Ooh, Duckman. Duck oh, I'm excited. I still need I to know, watch Duckman. Oh, no. <laughs> I still need to watch I have no idea what to expect from this show. It just looks like Klatsky Chupo. It does. Oh, it does. I'm curious. That's all for the podcast. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? Uh, I was Chupo. It was. I was uh, Nolan, and that's Dev. I was Dev. And? I'm also Nero's Q, but before we really end... I got one more thing I want to say to all of you. What does the Q stand for? <laughs> Q. I suppose I could grant you that last request. Oh, no. Q stands for... Quagmire? That's Quake. Yes. Quake 3. What did you mean by last request, though? What was that about? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, you see, while we were doing this podcast, I also looked into the backgrounds of you guys and counted up all your previous sins. Oh, no. I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, Pan, I shouldn't have to go into this, but I'll just name you one. Like how you stole from those Girl Scouts last Sunday. Uh-oh. Hot dog. Pan, what the fuck? Look. It's totally normal. Steph, hey. you What's didn't up? flush that toilet. Oh. Steph. What? What? Steph, and it was in a public bathroom, too, you fucking asshat. Whoa, that's that's gross, man. You should you should. Oh, you. No well, maybe he, he was busy and he forgot. I mean, that's okay. What about... Oh, God, I don't want to get into Nolan's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, I'm sending Zeros right now to kill all of you. Who the fuck oh. is Zeros? His friend. All oh, right. You'll see. And then, what about Jim? Well, Jim's okay. Oh. <laughs> Cool. All right. All right. Well, I guess we're fucking dead. Uh, goodbye, every pony. Play us out, Emily. Hey, who the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 just like unfriended. So is that it? Yeah. I think. Okay. I think so. Yay! All right, we finished. Crawling in my skin. These wounds, they will not heal. Fear is how I fall. Confusing what is real.
something inside of me that pulls beneath the surface. Consuming. Confusing. The lack of self-control I fear is never-ending. Controlling. I can't seem to find myself again. My walls are closing in. Without a sense of confidence, I'm convinced there's just too much pressure to take. I, I felt, felt this way before, so, so Yeah.